1: Well, it's Friday TGIF, right? I mean, seriously, I'm glad this week's done, uh, with all the rain that we've had and looks like we're going to escape, uh, the heavy rain today, tomorrow, though, it doesn't look like we're going to escape. It looks like they're saying, uh, good possibility for a little over an inch of rain tomorrow. Then it's going to clear up for a few days. They're saying, uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and maybe even Thursday. No rain. Thursday, Friday, maybe some showers, but nothing like we've been having. I'm ready for the jet stream to decide to blow a different way so that we don't get the heavy, heavy rains for sure. I'd like to see what my uh, yard looks like when it's dry because it is not, by any stretch of the imagination, dry at this time. Pretty doggone uh, wet out there. All right, Matt Smith is on his way. He said that uh, he would be in here shortly, so hopefully we'll see him get here. And then, uh, looking, uh, you know, looking forward to that. Uh, Rick Viper is going to be on today. Uh, Rick joins us from time to time. He's a local actor, uh, doing pretty good on the uh, the acting stage now getting a lot of time on a couple of the uh, crime dramas on uh, television. So yeah, I, I think he's, he's had five or six outings now with them, playing p- different parts on the, the uh, recreations of the crime scenes and all of that. So he's been making some money doing that. Happy to see that his career is making him some money. I got to ask him today because I heard through the grapevine, he was out there drumming away that um, he's going to be the lead actor in a short that's being filmed. So we'll find out about that as well. He's a he's a real a nice guy. He comes on yeah, about every you know quarter, every three months we have him on, find out what he's up to. And he's been working at it, man. That's the only way you'll make it uh in acting and in that business uh is if you uh, are out there looking and doing whatever you can <coughs> to um you know be be on the big screen small screen behind the scenes screen you know everything you can do so you get to know people and and get things uh done. All right. Hold on a second. My uh allergies are getting up, so I, I have to disappear for just a second. My uh allergy pills wearing out on me there, uh Zach. Not good. Don't like that. All right, so anyway. All right. Did you happen to see, since this is Fun Friday, we like to talk about these kinds of things, about music and things of that nature. Uh, Anyway, looks like to me that uh, It Chapter 2 is going to be really good. Yeah. If, If that trailer is even close uh, to what the movie's going to be about. Mm-hmm. This second movie is going to be more creepier than the first movie. Is it the same director? Yes. Okay,
2: cool. And when did the first one, when did that come out? Was it two years two ago? Two years ago. That's right. It was probably yeah. late 2017.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then now they're, they're, uh, they quickly agreed to do a sequel. Mm-hmm. It made sense that it was going to be two movies from the very beginning because and and this has made it easier for the fans, if you read the book, right. the book was hard to follow at times because you would be reading about the kids, the Losers Club, and then all of a sudden turn around and you'd be in their lives 30 years later. Yeah. And it was difficult to kind of keep that, you know... Um, narrative line Mm -hmm. going
2: i got a question now does the does the clown come out every 37 years or is it like he's out all the time no he
1: he he comes back to feed every 30 plus years gotcha okay i forget if it's 32 or 37 yeah it's number like that Mm -hmm. and see that's they thought they got rid of it right but this is what's going to bring them all back to town again because you know they made the pack. Yeah, that if he ever showed up again, they'd mm-hmm. come back and put an end to him because they're the only ones besides kids who can see the clown. Yeah, you know the
2: parents can't see him. No. so so yeah.
1: it it'd be. It's going to be interesting in looking as is watching that uh, that trailer. And I didn't read this story when I said fifteen. You know, fifteen uh, things that are going to happen. Yeah, in the in the next movie and. I'm not interested in reading an article like that. You know, I like to go into watching the movie, uh, you know, without knowing what the, the director is going to do. Because there's some things that I know, I like I know some of the people who die in the book. Yeah. Now, whether they'll do that in the movie mm-hmm. is a different story. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting that in the trailer... Uh, uh Jennifer Chastain, who mm-hmm. plays the young girl as an adult, and I yeah. forget what her name was now, but uh she goes back to her old house. It was really weird is that and it should have been a weird giveaway to her that there was something wrong, that there was a lot of the stuff from her past there in, in the house. You know, was really, really kind of weird looking. And she pulled that picture with the poem yeah. on it. And mm-hmm. I'm going, you know, if you're if you're that person, don't you kind of go, well, that's kind of creepy that, you know, the picture from my childhood is still in my childhood home and I haven't been living in my childhood home in a long time. Long time over thirty plus years, you know that's So that's, but it's kind of weird. The old woman is really weird. What? No, you, you haven't seen the trailer, the teaser trailer for uh, It Chapter Two yet, dude. Dude, it is. Dude. Cre- it's creepy, dude. This going to be a big, big box office smash again. If, if what? It, I think that what was that a, a three. Is that like a, th- about, i uh, trying to think. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. Of, it was, a, I had a. How a, long the trailer is? Yeah. How it's long 2.56. Yeah, I was going to say it's about three minutes long. Nice. Mm-hmm. So they got some great nice. scenes in there. And and they at the end, after she runs out of the house, because it gets really kind of strange. Now we watched that twice, Zach. Have you watched it anymore? I've just seen it at one time. No, I watched it a few more times, and I swear to you, that old lady, when she's running at her, is yeah. naked. She looks to be naked. And mm. that in itself would freak me out Dude. about a ninety-year-old woman running at me naked. That That's the weird. reason why
2: I've only seen him one time because I don't want to think
1: about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about his it. mind
3: is permanently
1: scarred. Yeah, man, <laughs> is was wild. Wild. He was like
3: when he was watching it, he was eating some chicken dinners. He's like, I could never eat chicken again. <laughs> yeah, there
1: you go. Without that thought popping <laughs> in my head, yeah, because at the end of that, about the last sixty seconds, it's just cut after cut after cut after cut. Of the clown, sh- you know, showing himself. But you don't want to see the old woman. No, not even. No, no, like if chili cheese fries is your favorite. Movie. <laughs> there you go. If you like chocolate cake, don't be eating it when no, you see it. No, I'm just saying, yeah. I guess I'm
2: gonna close my eyes during the movie when that part comes yeah. up. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. the way
3: that trailer looks, you people are gonna
1: close their eyes a lot. Were I mean, this looks scary, man. Yeah. Were you the favorite of your daddy? <laughs> God, that's just creepy. That is just, a, it's a creepy thing. And there's a scene that they just do a quick <laughs> cut where she's coming up out of what looks like water, but it's blood. Ugh. It's just, there's a, there's some really, you know, deadly thing. I mean,
3: after the remake,
1: you know, and, and the
3: remake was so good. And you know how those people, they get on that crying around band, like, was well, not going to be as good as the original.
1: No, come on.
3: Well, I don't know why they're remaking that you know it's not going to be that good I mean, because they
1: can do a lot of other things now that they couldn't do back <laughs> seriously in the 90s, like you know
3: people say that before they even give it a chance right i agree you know and and don't get on that bandwagon you know go see the remake and judge it against the original right i mean you can't remake some things i mean you can't you know you mean you're going to successfully remake the ten commandments or something but gone I mean, with the wind yeah really but yeah right i mean they hey, wouldn't
1: let you make it out well
3: Or wizard of oz right i mean just just picking you know picking the icon like that like the top 10 you know something that everybody's top 10 of all time right yeah you're not gonna remake that but you can take a horror movie and take the technology now and everything that they have i mean just what they can do with sound and everything and and make it so much better the digital aspects of that so yeah I, i don't understand jumping on that negativity bandwagon before you've even seen the movie how do you know you're not gonna well like
1: there's it? a lot of people that are doing that right now on on the two chucky movies that are coming out yeah nobody has anything good to say about them and the the rushes i've seen of it look man look pretty let, good let, let's be honest now
3: if we're gonna go back to those mega low budget horror slasher type flicks from the early 80s you're gonna talk about the chucky doll movies or for that matter you're going to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street right Woo-hoo. you know or you're going to talk about some of those earlier Halloween movies right They were so cheesy, and they were so low-budget, and they were shot in such raggedy quality, and the sound was terrible, okay? And you're not remembering it, man. You're remembering, if you're stuck on that stuff, you're remembering the fun you had with your buddies or whatever watching that in the theater. You are not remembering the film being awesome because it wasn't, man. I mean, it wasn't.
1: Night on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street, I will say, is a classic. But you sat back
3: there and you look at that film and you think what they could do with that movie now.
1: Oh, no. I'd be more than happy I mean, to go it see it again. I redone digital. You figure out somebody who can, you know, who was a Jackie Earl. What, what was his The name? whole bit with the bed Jack. and, and, and the, whole, the whole hand and everything with
3: the blood and the stuff they did with the walls being scratched. I mean, can you imagine that now with the current technology?
1: How scary that would be? Yeah. I don't disagree. I mean or, you look at that or stuff or his face coming out you know for real. Out of the wall. For real. You and know, you it look at that, pretty good stuff.
3: Yeah. And you look at that stuff now and you look at that and you're like, man, that is so fake. That is so they use construction paper to do that as something. That's what you're thinking if you watch that film now, right? Yeah. But you think they a use modern use latex. For real, man. But you think <laughs> a modern version of that? I Be mean. Fun
1: wow oh it'd
3: grab you i really think
1: i think child's play is going to be is going to be good well it's going it's
3: going to be a modern take on that you know i mean you've got to admit the doll was just awful it was just an awful prop and it was just awful the concept of that movie was scary right yeah but the doll was awful now that's i mean it's Possession
1: well, of a toy—that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that whole, yeah,
3: the whole story arc with that is great. But when you, the execution of it with the special effects and everything, not so cool.
1: Man, but now they didn't have what we've got there now. You go,
3: I mean, like you look at stuff like you know, and I know we talk about this a lot. I know, I know Zach watches. I know you watch it. We talk about Game of Thrones a lot, right? Ooh. Right? But I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't have done that twenty years ago. You couldn't done the the the, the 19, twenty years ago make it look like that. No
1: way. Okay, so um, hey Zach, walk over here for a second. I got I to gotta bring the, bring you into this discussion. He mentioned it. He should not have what? mentioned GOT, what? Why but not? he mentioned Why? Game Why of Thrones. Why should I not mention? Well, because it? there's a big thing out oh. on the internet right now. Oh, oh they, about the bank. They think that. Well, they think. They think who? What? Who is Arya going to kill next? Well, I believe Cersei. You sure? I mean, do you know Danny has green eyes? Did you know that? Oh, that's the debate now. <sighs> yeah.
3: Wait, how, how many episodes we got left? Two. Got yeah, two.
1: So I guess got, we, we've we've had four. So there's only two. Yeah, two more <laughs> two so, left. That's so kind of, man, that's kind of. Is man, I hate it that. possible? I hate that I hate that she's that. going to kill Danny. When you consider. She now knows that John should oh, be the king of the, oh, no, that's the North. And all that's the, very interesting. I like you that. You know, I will like she that. be the yeah. one that runs, you know, Danny through? Could be. Will she be the next king slayer? Mm. Could be. But she'll be the queen slayer. Could be. Yeah.
3: But I mean, technically, the woman's not even a queen if you want to get down to that. That is true. Yeah,
1: right now, she's
2: not. Mm. Or, you know, like I said, Daenerys kills Cersei before, but and I, then Arya comes after. That's true.
1: That's true. It's going to be fun well, to watch that movie. That but show but but,
3: the, but her brother, her crackhead brother is John's dad, right? <laughs> right? Her crack-headed brother is John's dad, right? The, the blind-headed dude from season one. Her brother no, is John's dad. No, no
2: she has two other brothers. That's one of them. Okay. Yeah. No, not right. him. That right. Now, that guy okay. was just something was wrong with him. Exactly. Something was wrong. Right. You're right about that. He,
3: when, when his mom was pregnant, she was smoking crack with that dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's a good thing he got killed the off. The Dragon Queen's brother was a nutbag, <laughs> no,
2: man. Um, John's father is the oldest ah, of okay. the group. Okay. All right. Because mm-hmm.
3: I was saying to myself, I was like, man. You know, if, if if that's his dad, John can't be right in the head. They so would probably well, notice. I thought, you know.
1: I thought that John's dad was the crazy king. No, I don't think so. Who was in love with his aunt.
2: Wait, hold on. Let me get this straight. Sh- <laughs> I mean, who hold on. Became, it's complicated, who hold on. Got Pregnant. <laughs> I, and I had and this did, down to a T-1 oh, right, right, Until you got
1: Dark. Yeah. The he baby. knew the
2: answer
3: until he showed up today for class. And now that the pop quiz has happened, he does not know the answers. Hey, go. I don't I'm even pretend to know how that whole supposed genealogy on that family tree goes. Okay? I can't even no be because
2: it. that would not make sense because the Mad King, who is Daenerys, and of course the crackheaded brother, mm-hmm. their father. Mm-hmm. Whether well, that, that would make John their brother, but that's not the case. She's her aunt. That means they had another older brother. Like I said, was three of them. You know, you had the Mad King. Yeah, you had, he's right. Then you had—I believe there it, yeah. it was probably about ten or fifteen years in between the older brother, which was a much kinder of than the Mad King. Okay. And um, the two younger siblings, the okay. Daenerys and her older okay. brother.
1: But but John yeah. does have direct.
2: Oh yeah. know, claim, claim to the God, claim
1: to, to the, the throne to and, the, and he can—you
3: know—he can ride dragons. And I mean, he does have that bloodline. Yeah, so yep. there you go. He did it good. He's too. a male too. So great. of course. Well, yeah. And mm-hmm. I guess we're down to just one dragon now.
1: Yeah. Spoiler alert.
2: Yeah, I mean, you well, send scout outs. You send scouts out you know, to basically scout the sea and everything. D- that didn't what make what you, do. Sense. Yeah, you that did,
1: that did, yeah, That didn't make any sense. Got and why didn't she fly around exactly. and come up behind them and then toast them all out on the water? I, oh, I would have. Well,
2: see, that's the problem <laughs> a lot of people have with this season this year so far as that there's been a lot of issues as far as, you know, why would you do that? Why are you doing this? You know, a lot of people. That's the reason why this season has been divisive. That's going. true.
3: Yeah, people, but you know, like I say, it's just it's like people people, people <laughs> feel like the writing is somewhat weaker this year. They yeah. do. I agree with that. And I know there was also the controversy over you couldn't see the battle because the screens were too
1: dark. Oh, too yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people didn't like that. Yeah. That's the way you save money, though. Well, you gotta be honest. That's how you save money. I mean, yeah.
3: I mean, if you you know a lot of people are blaming their TV, but I think it had something to do with the with the downloads. I think it had something. You know, if you're watching on streaming, I think it was dark. Wait,
2: well, see, I watch it through H B O on Amazon Prime. Okay, and so I tried to change the settings to the T V, but like I say it was just it was very dark. Yeah, all
1: right I gotta get a break in. I don't think it was the tvs If I don't take a break, I think it was the streaming. Russ is gonna walk over here and punch me in the nose. A break, and then we'll be back with more. So, what do you think, Zach? Do you? The the, the masendra yes looked at Danny and said, known for killing blue eye, brown mm-hmm. eye. And then she says, Then you'll be known for killing a green eye. Oh. And that's the that's the interesting. Cersei's got green eyes, and so does Danny. Yep. She's got green eyes. Mm-hmm. So on the internet right now, that's the big argument. The big
2: theory, huh? Yeah. Yeah, just like before the major episode of the war. And they, major, they were right. And they were right. Exactly. They made, probably like along the way they were right, but the main point, what happened, they were correct on that. You're talking about who she killed? Exactly, yeah, she who killed, she killed. You know, she yeah. killed the Night kids. The yes. Night King, mm-hmm. yes. Now, like I said, along the way, you know, how it's going to happen, they were wrong about it, but eventually yeah. we got to that point.
1: Well, I'm glad the. Uh, I liked how she dropped the knife, caught it, and stabbed the him. Guy, yeah, she the practiced gu-
2: that in the previous <laughs> season. If you remember yeah. that, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, 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 yep. I'm glad
3: he redeemed himself there. You know, he did charge the, the uh, the Night King and
1: Tyrion. Yeah. I'm oh yeah, Theon. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 he, so he, he did. So. Yes, yeah, so he did. That's he a went great down point. The hero. I was I'm going to tell you that. what. His sister, yeah, yeah, is going to play a major role. Uh huh. In this battle with Cersei. Oh, the uh, ships. Yeah. Against her uncle. That's She's got up. to. Yeah. yeah. Like, got to. All right. Got to take a break. News is next. We'll come back. We'll talk more about this. You can join too. At 823-0965. I've been looking forward it's to it's Bright it's Burn. It's All it's right. We're back with you here on the Dave Ellsworth Show. We're sitting here talking about the movies that we're looking forward to coming. Yes. This weekend, not too Not too uh, thrilled. I mean, you got The Hustle, and then you have... uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Detective Pikachu. And, you know, kids, I understand that that's probably going to be something that they really like. And maybe if you were a big, big uh, Pokemon fan Mm -hmm. back in the day, you might want to go see it. And it is the voice of Ryan Reynolds. And he can just with his voice, you know, conjure up things in your head. (laughs) He's good with that. But, yeah, I... I'm just not going to be into it. <laughs> I knew when I watched it, and I just, you know, on the trailer, I went, well, yeah. Not going to go see that. This weekend
3: is geared toward moms and kids. That's Mother's, Mother's weekend. Day.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And,
3: hey, if you're in Cabot or Circe, uh or Hot Springs, you can catch Pokemon Detective Pikachu at my theaters. That's uh, also Planet Riverdale. Pikachu. <laughs> and you can catch The Hustle in Cabot, Cersei and Riverdale. You can catch Palms at Cabot, Cersei and Riverdale. Pokeman's at Detail Peachy's at those three and Hot Springs. Uh, Tolkien is at uh, Riverdale only. And then we also have Hail Satan at Riverdale only. Riverdale10.com for features and showtimes.
1: Well, I'm looking for, I want to see Tolkien, although after reading some of the reviews yeah. and people saying they were upset, some people not upset because they, rem- they, they took out all of his his uh, his Christian thought, mm-hmm. and I'm going, dude. You can't take all the Christian thought. That's what that's what Tolkien uh, Tolkien was all about. I yeah. mean, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but allegory about Christianity. PG-13. You know, It'll be interesting. Young student J.R. Arl Tolkien finds among a group
3: of fellow outcasts love, friendship, and the artistic inspiration to write fantasy classics, including The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, with Nicholas Holt, Lily Collins, Anthony Boyle, Patrick Gibson, Pam Ferris, Greg Roberts, Laura Donnelly, 1 hour 52 minutes, PG-13, playing at Riverdale 10, Riverdale 10com
1: You know what's interesting about that is they say was a a group of outcasts. Well, Well, C.S. Lewis is a little bit more than just like an outcast in a group, you know I, what I'm I,
3: saying? I, I think I think they're saying at that point before the writing started. Okay. these guys were hanging out. Okay. You know, is why they're trying to say that. So they they weren't established at this. Gotcha. Point, you know, you know, probably Hemingway was a ne'er do well before he wrote the books. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to say in the movie. That's the that's the the premise. You know, these these guys are young and yeah. they're not these awesome authors yet. Is mm-hmm. Nicholas Hoult playing Tolkien? Uh, yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, he's yes. a fantastic yes. actor. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'll probably go see it because even when I hear bad things a lot of times, I'll still go. Yeah. Because maybe somebody, you know, just reacted to it more than I would. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll, I'll go see it. But he's one of my favorite writers. I, mean, I might go really see it as well. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Really good stuff. And as you read Lord of the Rings, if you can't see... The allegory there you're missing out somehow <laughs> probably you didn't spend much time in the Bible <laughs>
3: I, I mean it I mean it doesn't just knock you over the head, but i mean it's it's right there you know, yeah. it's right there so i I don't know and and I'm with you, I don't know why I guess we'd be better served if we knew when he converted to yeah. Christianity, yeah.
1: yeah, maybe he converted later in life no it was. For the, this book, I mean, before these books. Uh, right.
3: But but this movie's before these books. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Was well, he like Zig Ziglar and he converted late in life? Kind of like Zig Ziglar. See, you at know. the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Over the top. He was a good guy. Yeah. He was a good guy. I interviewed yeah. him several yeah. times. Good yeah. man. Oh, yeah. He's gone now, by the way. Yes. If you're sadly.
3: Sadly. But he was he, he converted to Christianity late in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's the case because this movie deals with this guy as somewhat of a young man. No, we'll see. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go see it. Like I said, it's not going to keep me from going to see it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but next week, you couldn't keep me out of the theater next week. Oh, no. Next week, John Wick is back in Parabellum. Yes. John Wick 3. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're saying this movie, everybody thought they couldn't make a better movie than they made in the first two. They say it's better than the first two. If it two. is,
2: it's one of the greatest trilogies ever.
1: I mean, and go the, ahead. Well, I, you know,
3: I mean, there's just certain films that I really look forward to. And, and, and I really got loaded up during the holiday season because I was, I love Bohemian Rhapsody. I love The Stars Born. Yep. I love Green Book. Those are my 3 awesome films from from the holiday season from award season. And I watched Vice, but it was not yeah. in that caliber. And I uh, you know, I also think that If Bill Street Could Talk was robbed mm-hmm. because she should have got the award. Yeah. I I I I think they just gave that award to the favorite because it was a costume drama and the voters liked that. I think If Bill Street should, could talk should have got that award. But between January 1 and June first, mm-hmm. and this will be this is night and day. Okay. <laughs> but I've been looking forward to two films. Yeah. Rocket Man, All which right. is which is the Elton, Elton John, John story. Yeah. And I'm I'm really excited about that. And I'm hoping it's as good as a star is born. Yeah. Or Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm really excited about that one. Mm-hmm. I really want to see that. I hope it's that that good because those two films are so magnificent. Right. And I know it's totally night and day, totally opposite. But John Wick three, yes. I mean, I've, I've just I've been looking forward to that for a long time. There wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot out this spring that excited me as much uh, as those two. Um, you know, Glass unfortunately let me down. Yeah, which I, I didn't. I, I I I I was I was I was disappointed in that film. I, I liked I, it. I liked it, but it wasn't it wasn't what I thought it could be. But now I'm with you guys on John Wick 3. Wow. You know, I mean, if you just want a straight ahead action movie, just boom. I'm just like Smash Mouth Football or something. Boom. Right there. That's the movie. I mean, it is not wasting screen time. There's no lollygagging around in that motion picture. Mm -hmm. When John Wick starts its on zip to the movie ends. I mean, we, we, we start and boom. We roll till credits. They are not wasting any time. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody goes into a John comes out of a John Wick film and says, "Man, that was too long." (laughs) I mean, it's all you can do when you're watching it to just catch your breath because it's just right after the other, right? Yes. I mean, the story moves. I mean, it's just, it's just so. For that genre, it's tops. And and I'm excited about, I, I, I think they're calling it John Wick Parabellum, but we all know yeah. it's John Wick 3, rated R. And should they just title the John Wick versus the world? There you That's go. what they should have. There you, you go. There you and, go. And, and the first showing is like at 7 o'clock on Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, the 16th, May 16th. And there. those tickets are already on sale at all of my theaters. Mm-hmm. So che- So, yeah, check that out. But no, I'm I'm with you guys. Trailers look good. Everything looks strong in that film. I'm excited about.
1: But well, so still. Oh, you go ahead. That, well, that one scene that I see in the trailer that I like reminds me of Black Rain. You remember that movie with Michael Douglas? That movie, that movie.
3: Um, the original theater at McCain Mall. Uh huh. The last two movies to play. Yeah. In the original theater, at McCain Mall. It was a twin. It was a McCain Mall twin. It's actually put in by General Cinemas. Uh, GCC General Cinema Corporation. Yeah. GCC yeah.
1: General Cinema. They projector had on the screen the Yeah, they on. had the McCain
3: Mall Twin, and each auditorium uh, would seat about six hundred people. The last two movies to play there was The Little Mermaid uh-huh. and Black
1: Rain. Black Rain is good. They movie. had on. See, was was the last two that before. And, and you ever seen that, Black Rain? Yeah. Oh, dude, you got to watch Black Rain. It's good. It's one of the first, you know, Yakuza movies oh yeah an american I mean, made yacuzzi movie yeah i mean
3: you got you yeah
1: yeah you uh, paramount pictures but that, but that scene in, yes. in the trailer where yes. he's riding the horse yeah. down the road and he's yes. fighting the guys mm-hmm. with the samurai sword yeah. on the motorcycle yes that looks like black rain i'm just telling black you. rain was a
3: massive hit for paramount in the holiday season of 89 okay it is a classic uh, if you're a John Wick fan, you need to see Black. See, Rain. See, there's still a lot of people who haven't seen the first John
2: Wick movie, and I feel like if they if they see the first one, they're going to get hooked, just like we all. Oh have. yeah, I oh,
3: mean, yeah. I don't know how an action film fan could not have seen John Wick. Man,
1: you know when uh, you it's think, just up there. <laughs> when you think of action movies like that, you know Black Rain comes to mind, and what was the movie that had the guy the guy who played Batman? Uh, Chris uh, Bell. Yeah, with the guns when he had the guns and he was in. Uh, oh. They had all the ballet kind of stuff where he had the the semi-automatic handgun. You're not and talking about Boondock
3: that. Saints, are you? No. no oh, okay.
1: No, no. Okay. An
3: underground cult classic, Boondock Saints is. <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> it really is. Such a such a such a low budget underground cult classic, Boondock Saints. It's yeah, I mean, a great
1: movie. I stock it on, and two I've smoking got barrels. Another one Directed that I've by got. Gus
3: Van Sant. Another low budget Cult classic when it comes to action films. Mm-hmm. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, right in there. That, that's that's you gotta you to check that one out sometime if you haven't seen it. What are some of your favorite
2: scenes from the John Wick movies?
1: <laughs> when he finally in the second one kills the guy, kills uh, was it three guys with the with the pencil?
2: Oh my goodness gracious! That was good. That was, that was cra- oh and, and man, I'm glad it's... you
3: mentioned that because the gun battles, although entertaining, are not to me as well choreographed as the other fight, as the other scenes, whether it's a fight scene yeah. or a knife scene, mm-hmm. or he's having to take an object that's laying around like a coffee cup or a remote control, perhaps, and whack somebody, just kill him with it. Right. Those are more entertaining. More There's more going on with that with the choreography and what they're trying to play out in that almost with a Jackie Chan type yeah. feel to mm-hmm. it. Well, so you keep building up, like say with the
2: pencils, for yes, example. Yes, yes. You know, you can't. You, from the first movie, you are yes. like he killed the guy with a pencil. Well we don't see. But well, <laughs> right. we don't see it.
1: We don't right. See. All right, Equilibrium.
2: Oh, okay, gotcha.
1: Remember that movie? It came out in 20, 2002. Wow, Equilibrium. was that long ago? Wow. And, okay. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem possible, does it? I give seventeen I, years ago. I thought it was one of those kind of ground break, and Christian Bale.
3: Wasn't. What's the what's the synopsis? In, in
1: an oppressive future where all forms of feeling are illegal, a man in charge of enforcing the law rises to overthrow the system and state. You guys remember this, right? Well, see, I've watched it before. Yeah. Oh, I've watched it uh, 25 times <laughs> okay. or so. Okay. It, okay. It's just got some really great action sequences in it. It's yeah. It's fantastic. Really, really like that movie a lot. It's got uh, Christian Bale in it, Sean Bean, Emily Watson, Ty Diggs, Dominic Purcell. Who else is in it? Uh, I'm looking here. That's about your your major ones. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is just uh, you know balls to the wall. Yeah, you know, it really, really is. And that doesn't mean what you think it means.
2: Or like that movie you told me to watch earlier this year about the night comes whatever that um
1: oh man. the movie on netflix but, yeah it's the, the, tie, the movie yeah 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 the guy from the raid is Ooh. in that movie that was you know between that and the the south korean movie and i don't think that you've seen i saw the devil you haven't, haven't seen, seen that, that one. yet i'm just telling you if you can find that movie and watch it it will change the way you look at cinema mm. it's crazy mm. really crazy All right, a break. Let's take our break. We'll be back with more. Let me tell you about applied science and what's going on there. They got a uh, list of studies that they want to make sure that you're aware of. They're now enrolling in the following studies for diabetes, type 2 diabetes on metformin only, ages 18 and older, uh, on acne. If you're between the ages of 12 and 40, it's on your face. It's a moderate to severe acne outbreak. They'd like to meet with you, you neck and uh, back pain, ages uh, 18 (laughs) to 65, uh, must have a sudden onset of back pain due due to muscle spasms, constipation, ages 7 to 17. If your child suffers from constipation, please give them a call for further details. And then uh, low testosterone, ages 45 to 80. Call Applied Research Center of Arkansas for further details regarding the clinical trials. You can be involved in one. You'll get paid for your time. 501-954-7822. That is Applied Research Center of Arkansas. Arkansas. All right. We're back with you. Speaking like on. Hey, by the way. Dollars, instead of two gazillion. Yeah. We're, we're just talking about... You know, what's right. what's a success and what's not? You talk about, uh, you know, Road One, and you talk about uh, the next, uh, what was it? Uh, Star Wars 8. And then you had Solo. Yeah, Solo. The Star Wars story. And everybody was going, Solo was such a failure. I'm like, what? No, it wasn't. Right. Did you see how much money that Hundreds made? of millions of dollars. I mean, it was very well done. Com- and Disney, yes, and Disney freaked out. And said, well, we don't know if we want to do solo movies now.
2: Because they were to the plan on doing the uh, Captain Phasma, I believe yeah. they are going to do a movie on her character, yeah. and there was another, well, was the,
1: the uh, armored green... Um, Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see a Boba Fett
3: movie. Yeah, I, I thought it did very well. I thought it was a great film. I liked the whole backstory. Um, I don't really know how you could knock the film. It made a gazillion dollars. Maybe they're knocking it because it made two gazillion dollars, but it was a massive success yes. it was a good movie I oh mean, it, it was a top film from 2018 at the box office yeah and i i don't think it got really bad marks with critics no. i don't know you could probably look it up on rotten
2: tomatoes no I, I think i got a score on rotten tomatoes i believe it probably did
3: you know what? I, I, I i mean i i watched it i don't think anybody thought it was going to be like force awakens or anything like I that I think because it was following up the last jedi and because right. it was
2: following up The Last Jedi, happy, the, that film was so divisive. People, you know, you oh, had so sure many too. people who didn't like the movie as much as people who loved it. Well, since <laughs> it was following it up, Maybe. and you only, it was probably like only, what, four or five months yeah, in between? Yeah, yeah I mean, so, so Jedi is a Christmas so, and the other so ones at so night.
1: Worldwide only made $400 million. Is that all? <laughs> That's what all made. a sad disappointment. <laughs> Just say, I started hearing people going... It just bombed. I said "Yeah, four hundred. I know a lot of people hope that they can make some bombs. Yeah, like, like its that. first
3: day in cinemas it made more money than palms will make <laughs>
1: Opening from weekend, now to eternity. eighty-five million it
3: dollars. It's going to make more money. It made more money opening weekend than Palms will make in its entire run on everything, all foreign, all domestic, all streaming, all satellite, all TV, home video. There's something they hadn't come up with yet. Yeah. It might be called brain encryption. But when Palms is available on that, it still will not hit eighty-five million. Or, I, you know, I mean, right? So how are you going to knock? How are you going to knock that? You know, opening weekend Shazam only did forty million. I know. You know, I think there was thirty-eight
1: screaming about how great of an opening Glass did (laughs) did
3: thirty-eight million. It's opening weekend. Strong opening. Pet Cemetery Two did twenty-three million. It's opening weekend, right? So I mean, eighty-five million is is not a figure to sneeze at That's yeah. a no. big weekend yeah.
1: that's a huge big weekend. weekend but see those big are the week-
2: reasons why people you know they t- they like to downplay the movie because it got seventy percent by Ryan Tomatoes seventy Rotten Tomatoes so, yes but I like to say it's because it was only a few months in between that I and guess. Last
3: Jedi I and really was, and how did you feel about Last Jedi oh I love I love the film so so I don't understand what the hate was why don't we throwing shade on that one to me I thought it was very well done yeah I liked how they continued the story I mean. Obviously, yes, he died, but I mean, he can't live forever, right? and something has to happen there to do a changeover to the new, fresh storyline and the new, fresh actors that are going to
1: carry that saga. Yeah. After December, the first saga yeah. is done, yep. Yep. just like Game Somewhat. of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's done. Somewhat, yeah. I mean... I,
3: do you like Mark Hamill as an actor? I mean, is he you like him as yeah, an actor? Yeah, he's been good. You
1: know, he's you been know? really good because he's on uh, television right Nightfall. now. Yes. In are, Nightfall. Are you watching that? Yes.
3: I I, I watch that. It's I don't know if you guys good. watch. I it or watched, he, not. he
1: watches it. He I don't know if
3: you guys watch good. it or not, but I think he's doing a tremendous yeah, job. I on think there. that's the and perfect I, show yeah. for him. Yeah. And I, I think, think <laughs> he gets kind <laughs> of pigeonholed into the Skywalker deal. Yeah. But he's not just Skywalker. I. I think he's look at got, all
1: the voices he's done. Oh I my think he's God. got yeah. good
3: acting chops. Mm-hmm. I don't think he needs to be just stuck in the one deal there. But you know, when you're in the greatest franchise of all time, yeah, <laughs> you know how can you not be right painted with that brush? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I like Nightfall there on the History Channel and yeah. and. Uh, and of course, they had the they had the Vikings, which I thought was a good. That's coming back.
1: Yeah, that oh, that's okay. That's yeah, that good. Yeah there's, that more good. To, yeah, there's more to that story to be told. Love yeah. Vikings. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. yeah,
3: but I think he's doing a good job on there, and I'm glad they brought him in. Man, yeah. he adds
1: a nice he dynamic. Does. He to adds that, in, you know? a nice project. It's
3: not one of my favorite uh, TV shows, by no means, but I do watch it.
1: it um, you know, it gets to this. point. To the point where it's about ready to elevate to being great. Yeah. Right. And then it falls a little short. Right. And I right. don't know what it is about it either. that it falls a little bit short on. <laughs> We're, but on the the g- We're, We're on the same page. It's a good show page. to watch. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's only
2: been
3: one or two seasons.
1: The second just two. Season. two okay. okay. yeah. This will be the end of it. Okay. I'll tell you
3: what just, just blew me away and I was so impressed with it is Warrior on Cinemax. Yeah. I really need to see it. Okay. I don't have Cinemax. Um, I mean, I guess it might be available at some—I don't know, though. Cinemax is owned by HBO, which is owned by Warner Media, so they're probably going to keep that in-house. Okay. Uh, you know, that's what you're going to start seeing happening. Instead of being able to watch this stuff on Netflix, you know, Avengers Endgame is only going to be available on Disney. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's going to happen. You're going to have these major motion pictures come out to the movie theaters, and then it's going to go to home viewing strictly with that distributor. Well, I'm going to buy
1: Disney as soon as it comes know, out. It's only yeah, I mean, it's 7 gonna, bucks a month. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be
3: to the point, if you want to see a Warner Brothers movie, you're going to have to watch watch that on Warner Media. Yeah. But, um, man, I for, I, the one I was going to tell you about before I got... Before, Warrior. Warrior. Okay. Yeah. It's on Cinemax. Mm-hmm. And basically, Bruce Lee wrote this story, and he went and pitched this story to a studio. Instead of making that story, they made Kung Fu with David Carradine. Uh-huh. Right, which was kind of, sort of lifting his idea and swapping it around and kind of Americanizing it and releasing that. Okay, okay? Warriors, the actual Bruce story Bruce Lee wrote, and yeah. it is tremendous. It is so good. Well, I have I'm to, so impressed. Have to by try to get, back. I can't I mean, go out and, and just, get just just a good just that. a good storyline and all the characters are developed. I got cinematics so as I watch watching stuff on there like Spartacus and,
1: and, and uh, I'm, I'm not Spartacus, I'm sorry, Strike Back, right? Yeah. But this is far superior to Strike Back. All right. We got to take a break. News is coming up. Matt will be back with us after the news. I think our, uh, we'll let Zach stay with us as well here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Wow, that break was sh- seemed like it was really short, but we're sitting here talking about things we're excited about. I mean, I'm already looking forward to 2020 wonder woman's been pushed back to 2020 yeah bond 25 comes out next year that's going to be
3: huge. Ready yeah, for it. that's uh, that's an April release date. That's like April of 2020. I mm-hmm. think they're taking what has been in years past the uh, Fast and Furious weekend. Um, yeah, I think that's what they're doing there. Oh, you asked me what I was looking forward to. I'm looking for look for the forward to Hobbs movie Hobbs this summer. And Sean, I just yeah, about that. that's right. I'm looking forward to Hobbs. And that's gonna be underrated movie right there. Yeah, I'm oh, looking that forward looks to good. that.
2: good. yeah,
1: it looks you were good. asking me.
3: You know, you mentioned we mentioned we talked about the Sony stuff, Men in Black International, and we talked about Spider Man and bright barn but mm-hmm. i mean yeah sure those will be hit movies or whatever yeah but i'm not really looking forward to those i am looking forward to that though. Hobbs and shaw yeah that's gonna be good i'm, I'm excited about shaw. that yeah mm-hmm. i'm excited about that because that looks
1: really good because there's not a fast and furious right now nope well, so that will be a fast and furious mm-hmm. and this is the way to allow uh the rock to leave fast and furious because they're going to come out with a whole different Kind of sidebar. Well, they showcase film.
3: him, but they're also showcasing his sidekick in there, which, Jason Statham. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, which
1: he's yeah, he should be a big star. I want to see that. You, with what the yeah. Meg he did with the Meg. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Did. he did big. Well, just look at box the box office look at the the expendables, <laughs> man. That's right.
3: So, I
2: love those three films. The chemistry between The Rock, and yes. Jason Statham. that be good. I mean, that's top notch. That's
1: another one yeah. we haven't talked about. What's it? Rambo 5. Oh, that oh. comes out this year. I'm looking forward to it. Doesn't the new Jumanji come out this year? Yes. That's, that's right. New That's, Jum- that's, that's Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. A Christmas.
3: Yeah, but I mean, that's just, that is just cha-ching, money in the bank. This is going to be a big Kevin year. Kevin Hart and the, Eels, the but Rock. it's just a huge year. He, <laughs> Kevin Hart and the Rock, back for Jumanji.
1: He's been, he's <laughs> come on big time, big time star now. It's amazing. Kevin Hart. But, no, no, no! Oh, The Rock, The Rock! Oh, yeah, both of them. Both of them. You're right about how much. Mm-hmm. How much the audience likes them? Yeah. yeah. Are they bringing everybody back uh, from Jumanji? Yeah. I'd be surprised uh, if they don't. Uh, I believe yeah. they probably are. Yeah, yeah they're bringing back the
3: cast. They probably I mean, are. I love
1: yeah. uh, the two females in that show. Yeah, they were good. Nebula. Yeah, yeah Nebula, even, Nebula, was hilarious. yeah, mm-hmm. even, she, <laughs> yeah, even uh, Jack Black
3: was. he was tolerable in that role. Yes, he was. He gets on my nerves. Yeah, but. He fit that film very well. well I'm, wasn't a, I'm not a fan of his, really.
1: You know, I'm just the I, only movie I, I'm really a fan of his. School of Rock. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. was a fun movie. Okay. I'm not
3: a big fan of his. Like, I don't like Seth Rogen. Really. No. I don't like Jack Black. You I don't will get not it.
1: see me. I don't Let know my how those, sh- my shadow fall in the theater that Shirley Therone is in with Seth Rogen. Why she would ever agree to do a movie with him? Well, they, they had my show. Shot. I
3: had to watch. Yeah, she's in long shot. But I mean, I just look at Seth Rogen and Jack Black. I don't even know how they got jobs. I mean, I don't even know how they're in Hollywood. They had a deal with you know. I watched the Shop on HBO, yeah. which is which is the thing hosted by Lebron James. Mm-hmm. You know, so they had this episode of the Shop, and they've got all these outstanding people. They're in the top of their game in here talking. Okay, so they've got like talking about what different things like you know movies uh stand-up comedy they're talking about sports they're talking about current politics i mean it's just kind of Mm -hmm. they're just kind of sitting around in a room like a barbershop in a Mm -hmm. barbershop Mm -hmm. and so you've got all these mega massive people
1: i'm looking through here and i'm like you know obviously lebron james is there yeah (laughs) yeah well, he thinks yeah. he's he thinks he's yeah. big stuff. I'm telling and, and you, and it's just like I'm like okay. And so they're panning through everybody in the room. Of course, you
3: got LeBron. You got all these other guys yeah. from the NFL. You got these guys that are Major League Baseball. You got these guys from the NBA, top stars.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You got Don Cheadle.
1: Don Cheadle's here. You know, and they great actor.
3: Oh, that's an understatement. How great this guy is! You got, <laughs> he's so good. And you then you pan over, and Seth Rogen's there, and I'm like. What the hell is he doing here? How's he even in this room? How did he get to come in the building? How does this guy even fit into this thing? I mean, I don't even, I'm just like, you know, mega success. Mm -hmm. You know, just go down there. Major League Baseball. National Football League. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. right. The NBA. And then you've got, like, Academy Award winning actors. And you've you've got musicians that have... That have won Grammys and have went like mega platinum, and then Seth Rogen, he's over here on this other couch just like what's he ever done
2: I don't know if it was last week or two weeks ago but did y'all see the comments by Charlize Theron about the Wonder Woman role how she said it was basically a slap in the face that it was offered to her I think I read that somewhere she was offered that role I I think so and it was like she said it was like a slap in the face or whatever I have to look it up again but I saw that about a week or two ago being
3: offered the role was a slap in the face yes
2: Charlize Theron that's weird
3: well the whole the Gail Gadot just knocked it out of park
1: she was so that good movie in that such movie. an awesome film is, I, I'm looking forward to the second one I really am they got the whole crew is back
3: well you see what she's done with the movie she's came from and then she goes to Wonder oh. Woman it's kind of like that Margot that was in uh, Wolf of Wall Street oh yeah
1: and Margot ev- Robbie.
3: yeah and everything she's done since then Harley Quinn yeah, I mean, she has just exploded on it's these great roles. Slide yeah, coming. That's coming. Uh, matter of fact,
2: one? is it the Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey. Birds yeah. of Prey. Is is that it. coming this year? I
3: believe so. Okay. She was in that robbery movie uh, with Will Smith too. Oh, um, and you kind of, you yeah. kind of discount
1: her acting chops. You think she's just a pretty okay. face, and now, then you
3: see everything she does, you're just like, whoa!
1: At the end of the year, yeah, one that everybody's going to turn out. For, it's going to be a. It's going to be a hit. Bad Boys Forever.
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's going to be so
1: good. <laughs> That's going to be fun so to see again. I totally forgot. They were so, so good, good together. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I don't know why it took so long to get this thing done. Uh, it was
1: Because harsh, the first man. couple films were so good. Yeah. They were monster hits. Now this new one, they're coming up. Bad Boys Forever. Yeah. Sounds good. Bad Boys, Bad boys. Magic. That sounds better than... Genie and Aladdin. I mean, yeah. just, I'm just well, telling you. I, never, I was, may not go watch that movie. I don't know. Aladdin, Aladdin. he hates I, it
3: because it's Bollywooded out. Okay. Yeah, but it's boy. just a little old goofball movie for kids, man. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it I know it's at least PG. It might be G. I, I think Toy Story 4 is G. Is Aladdin, it really? Uh, Toy Story 4 is G. Oh, wow. Toy Story 4 I is G. I be surprised. G.
1: That's amazing.
3: Yes. It, it is rated G. I, I, Mm-hmm. i i guess toy i guess aladdin is pg but i mean it's just goofballed out for kids and i don't know he's doing aladdin and he's doing the the bad boys three but he did not do men in black no. so aladdin
1: is pg pg okay all right but mm-hmm. toy story toy story four i believe is g no well, we're checking into it, is it I believe, did you say sherry wanted to talk to us or is it sherry? is g in it yes it is sherry's on line one hey sherry how are you welcome to the dave ellswick show
0: Dave, hi Matt. It's been a long time since I've talked to either one of y'all. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, the um, what Charlize Theron thought was a slap in the face was that she was offered the role of the mother of Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. That Robin, what's her name? Took- Who took it? Ro- yeah, Robin. She- somebody. Oh. I, was out I, don't, her name. I don't.
4: know who took it, but but, but Gibbons, she thought was
1: she was a her? slap in the yeah. face
4: because she's just a few years older than than Gal Gadot. Okay. So, so that's what she thought was a but slap the, in
1: the face. But the the Queen of the Amazon, yeah. is a is a major role in that movie it wasn't the first movie i understand i was i was shocked too i'm just like what
2: i mean she really but said that anyway mm-hmm. well,
1: yeah she really said that there was a there was a
2: news article on um either yahoo or yeah. msn well,
1: it was and a big movie and that would have been a lot of you exposure know. and a big payday but well, she really doesn't need the exposure that's yeah, true exactly. no doubt about it thanks for the exactly. call we appreciate exactly. that yeah sure. she's uh-huh. she's going to come back uh they're talking about a new Mad Max movie now. They need to be talking about it. Ugh. Tom Hardy. They yes. need to be talking Tom about Tom Hardy and her back need together be again would it. be good. Mm-hmm. Would but be did good. Robin
3: Wright Penn take that role? Yeah. Robin Wright. Robin, right. Robin Wright. Robin
1: Wright That's not Penn. Yeah. yeah, Robin Wright Penn. Robin Wright Penn. Sean or uh, Penn's wife. Yeah, not Or, the, or the, ex-wife, I guess. Ex-wife. Ex-wife, yeah. And she's a good actress. She surely is. She's really good. And I like that they had... Who was the, the the warrior in that? The, the, the Amazonian warrior that taught Wonder Woman.
2: I know you're talking about, goodness gracious. Who played her? I forget this name. Sean
3: Penn had just, that, what's that, he done lately?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. I mean, what's Spaghetti doing these days? I mean. What I heard is that he had everything set up with the Narcos and ready to go and then What's his name? Got taken out on the rooftop. And he had nowhere to go. Oh, <laughs> my, gosh. oh my goodness what? gracious. He was a big budge, but... Uh, oh, oh yeah. El Chapo. El, El, Chapo. El, Chapo. El, Chapo. El Chapo. El Chapo, yeah. El Chapo. You want the yeah. name of the female yeah. actress? Yeah. Yeah. Her Mate? name... Go ahead.
3: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Connie
1: Nielsen. Connie Nielsen. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. That's her name. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. Now, she, that was, good. now it was Connie Nielsen, she was the queen yeah, she was like, the mm-hmm. queen, and Robin, uh, Robin Wright was the, was team, the one that the taught her. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Give me a moment to get that right. It's almost like talking Game of Thrones when you. Well, it's <laughs> been a couple of years. You know, it's been a couple of years. Well, I mean, I mean, that's important. People got to understand when you pick really good actresses and stuff. Yes, mm-hmm. play those smaller parts. Exactly, those smaller yes. parts take on. A bigger aura to them at that point,
3: exactly. Well, it's sh- yeah. I mean, it should when you bring somebody in of that caliber. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But good, man. Warner Brothers invested heavily in that, and it's been it was a big win yeah, for DC Comics off. and Warner. Count Aquaman for the next was one. A, Aquaman was a big win. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shazam was a big win. Yeah. yeah, you know DC had some stumbles there, but Warner's got it together for real. I mean, it is from Warner Brothers climbing. You know, yes, I
1: mean it's you know Meg was Warner Brothers. I mean, mm-hmm. so, here's, what, here's what I'll say though. Crazy Rich Asians, what is, what Warner Brothers. It, yeah. it, what, was hit, what is it, it was a hit, man. It was a hit. It was a monster. Not my kind of movie, but it was a hit. It wasn't just a hit. It was a monster Was it not? Hit. Yeah.
3: When you're talking about that weekend in August, it just blew the doors off. Yeah. yeah.
1: They so. were. Worldwide, that yeah. thing, it took yeah. in huge cash. Yeah, they're,
3: they're, they are they're that just, Warner has it together, and I mean, they'll have their own streaming service. You know, they've got Time, and they've got HBO and they've got that whole deal they're doing with that AT&T Direct TV deal, and they're going to pull all that together, and they're going to go along those lines of Disney. You watch, you'll have Warner Brothers movies release the cinemas, and then they'll go straight to their streaming service. That's where you're going to see them. I mean, life's going to get hard for Netflix, guys.
1: Tell well, me. you know what Netflix is going to end up being? They're going to be Asia's door to the West. Mm. Makes sense. They got got a lot of movies from. They got to find a niche to fill. Have you seen? I watched it last night because, or night before last on Wednesday night, because I'd heard how great this movie was, and then I watched it, and it was like, okay, uh, like farting in the bathtub. You know what I'm saying? It was it It was the the, the Wandering Earth. Did you guys hear about this? I think that's... Is that a new one? Yeah. Yeah. Big sci-fi. I haven't watched it. Netflix. Dropped it on Netflix. Nobody knew it was coming. Yeah. And I saw it and I go, man, I got to watch this because it's made buku money Mm -hmm. over in in Asia. And I watched it. You like watching a chop suey movie from the 60s (laughs) or something. It was terrible. I'm going to say that you could see they spent some money on the special effects. But here's the story. Jupiter has forced the Earth a little bit out of its orbit, Mm -hmm. and the Sun is going to go dark in 300 years. Okay. So now they're going to take the Earth out of our solar system, and they've got all these big rocket engines that they've built on the planet. They've got them all going, and they've taken Earth out of its own orbit. And they're taking it somewhere else in the solar system. Bottom line is don't watch it. That's the bottom line. It's not... The best movie in the world. I'm just,
2: $700 million.
1: That's what I'm telling Goodness. you,
3: man. N- Netflix is to streaming services what the home shopping network was to cable. Okay? I mean, it's just a dumping ground. Remember. And in and of itself, it is. You can't
1: say it's a dumping ground It's did
3: $700 million, no, but they, no, they never released no, it in the United no. States. Chinese box office is a, is, a, is a fallacy, and this has been the thing that's been discussed in my business for a long time. What happens is these people make these movies in China, and then you've got these these cinemas all over China. These guys will go online and buy up auditoriums to these movies to create an artificial box office for a Chinese-made motion picture to drive up the stock value of that Chinese company in China.
1: Goodness! Well, I'm going to, try so, to tell you, this so, is no crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Believe me. <laughs> right, it's on Netflix. It couldn't be.
3: That should have tipped Gosh. you off. When it hit your Netflix queue, you should have known. Then I need to skip this. Well, you, anyway, <laughs> that's what they do. They go in and they will buy up midnight showings at these theaters to make these Chinese produced films have a big box office. To make that Chinese production company stock go up yeah. on the stock market in China, the box office is inflated by that on these Chinese-made films in China. This has went around in my industry for a long time mm-hmm. because this big box office was going up, and they had people going around to the cinemas, and the rooms were empty. It'd be like it'd be like. End game, putting up some big box office, and you go down to your local theater and you walk into the auditorium for game and nobody's there. Hmm. That's what's been going on in China with those inflated okay, box well, office saying, figures out of those Chinese-made movies. Seven
1: hundred million, I thought, must be pretty good. Watched it, must be really bad. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Don't forget about Dwayne Smith's insurance agency. Five zero one eight one nine zero three seven three is his number. May is, uh, you know, Motorcycle Awareness Month. Keep that in mind when you're out driving your car. Keep your eyes peeled. Bottom line, it's uh, easy to let one of those motorcycles get into a, you know, one of your blind spots and you hit them and, you know, you end up killing somebody. You don't want to do that. And you want to buy your insurance for your motorcycle from somebody who knows what it's like to ride a motorcycle Buy your motorcycle insurance from someone that rides one. Call today, 501-819-0373. And the team over there at Dwayne Smith Insurance Agency will give you a quote for your insurance. They also will uh, take care of your home, your auto, motorcycle, ATV, your boat, health insurance, and much more. Phone number again, 501-819-0373. Or stop by... 3920 East Keel Avenue in Sherwood today. All right. Matt, you got 30 seconds hey. to tell everybody what's playing at the theaters. Grab us at Riverdale10. That's Riverdale10.com. Now you can catch
3: Hail Satan there, which deals with the monument they were trying to put up at the uh, Arkansas State Capitol in Little Rock. Riverdale10.com for your tickets. Now uh, that movie is exclusive at Riverdale10. And uh, it has a lot of footage shot at the state capitol here Ten in seconds. Little Rock. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, The Hustle, Palms, Tolkien, The Intruder, Ugly Dolls, of course, Avengers Five Endgame, Longshot, Riverdale10.com.
1: All right, there you go. Here's the news. All right, we continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about Sonny's Auto Salvage, your number one choice for recycled auto parts you've been listening to my show long enough that you've uh, been paying attention you know that I've used Sunny's Auto Salvage quite extensively over the last couple of years a uh, couple of cars that I've got replaced their motors from Sunny's transmission from Sunny's rear tail lights from Sunny all kinds of stuff from uh, Sunny's Auto Salvage so a uh, Uh, a great place to go where you can get a major uh, engine or transmission that works and works very, very well, uh, but a whole lot cheaper than getting something that's EOM or whatever. I mean, I I put two engines and a transmission in, and it cost me less than $6,200. That's outrageously great. And it, and they did all of the uh, labor on it. Uh, Sonny's did. Uh, I got a three-year warranty on the uh, transmission, two-year warranty on the engine. So uh, remember, there's only one place to buy a Sonny's Auto Salvage guaranteed auto part, and uh, it's right at Sonny's Auto Salvage. All you have to do is call, them, talk to them, and they'll help you out. Nine eight two. Seventy-four, fifty-one, nine eight two, seventy-four, fifty-one 982 is the number to call for Sonny's Auto Salvage. Okay, so uh, just to catch up on the, the whole politics about what's going on, uh, here's what's happening uh, right now uh, in Washington, D.C. We've got a situation where the president is going to put all these new tariffs and things in, and the stock market has been uh, not reacting well to it. We're down below or near 25. Let me just give you the latest on this uh, story. The United States and China ended negotiations today without a new trade agreement. Hours after new tariff hikes took effect and President Donald Trump threatened to slap duties on virtually all Chinese imports. Though the two sides also agreed to keep talking. The relationship between uh, the president of China and uh, Do- Donald Trump remains a very strong one in concert, uh Uh, we're still talking uh, about what's going on, and we're speaking about what the future will bring. Uh, Trump said in a pair of tweets hours after the talks broke up, in the meantime, the United States has imposed tariffs on China, which may or may not be removed, depending on what happens with respect to future negotiations. The president also threatened new tariffs on China, If a deal is not reached but did not set a deadline, as he did earlier this week, a move that roiled markets and pressured Chinese negotiators. The U.S. and China also did not set a schedule for new talks. Earlier in a morning set of tweets, sent just hours after new tariffs took effect, Trump said that talks with China continue in a very friendly manner. There is absolutely no need to rush. Global markets have dropped throughout the week as investors feared new U.S. tariffs and Chinese retaliatory barriers will raise the prices for consumers and slow the global economy. The Dow Jones Industrial Average went down 1% today at midday uh, midday, but pushed higher after Treasury Secretary Steve uh, Nuchen said talks had been constructive. Li He, China's vice premier and top trade negotiation, told reporters at his hotel that the talks went fairly well after a day of sending mixed signals on the progress with China. Trump caused new jitters for traders when he deleted his Twitter thread in which he said Chinese trade talks were progressing in a very congenial manner and that there is no need to rush a new agreement. Trump reposted the message later. While Trump claimed that tariffs will bring in far more wealth to our country than even a phenomenal deal of the traditional kind, market analysts noted that China is going to retaliate by increasing tariffs on U.S. goods. The results, they said, will be higher prices for consumers, perhaps less trade between the world's two largest economies, and more complicated negotiations on a new Trade agreement. New U.S. tariffs on $200 billion in Chinese goods went into effect at midnight uh, uh, today after the two sides were unable to nail down the details of a new trade agreement during talks yesterday. Rates jumped to 25% from 10% on a massive range of Chinese goods, including office furniture, handbags, and frozen catfish. Fillets. You know, you look at the catfish fillets. That's not a bad thing for like Arkansas farmers who farm catfish here. Uh, this will make it a much more level playing field uh, for them. Trump met last night with the uh, new U.S. Trade Representative Robert Light uh, Hizer. And they agreed to continue discussion today with the Chinese, according to the White House. Trump did express both optimism and pessimism about a new trade deal in the run-up to the Friday deadline, which roiled markets as investors tried to parse the president's words and assess whether he was serious about raising the tariffs. Well, he was serious about it. He's raised them. So just... Kind of keep uh, things like this in mind. Stocks are positive right now. Uh, The uh, Dow staged a 450-point comeback uh, to end the day higher after Trump said that China trade talks would continue and that uh, they were constructive uh, trade talks. So people reacted positively uh, to that. So something... Keep in mind, it's all not doom and gloom going on uh, right now, so uh, we'll just have to keep seeing what happens. The Pentagon has moved forward. They have transferred $1.5 million for 80 more wi- uh, miles of border wall. Uh, this is a story that was uh, on the Daily Wire today, but they're, uh, the Pentagon is... Firmly helping the president out, getting the money he needs for his fight along the uh, the wall, for the wall down on the, the uh, south border. And then finally, before we go to the first break here, four Hollywood production companies boycott Georgia now after they uh, put in their new abortion law, uh, quote, upset that Georgia's protection of the unborn stirred their guilty consciences. The Tinseltown bullies are now beginning to make good on their promises to boycott the state for signing into law a fetal heartbeat bill that would ban abortions once a baby's heartbeat is detected in its mother's womb. Uh, Russ, is the governor of Georgia going to be able to join us or... Did everybody hit him so fast that we we just got left in the dust? I think we kind of got left in the dust. Okay. That happens. That happens. It does. I mean, and a lot of national hosts were wanting to talk to him, too. So assuredly, if if Gallagher gets a hold of him or if, uh, if Prager or Elder or any one of those guys, Sebastian Gorka, Joe Walsh, uh, Hugh Hewitt, they're going to get a hold of him at some point, and they'll talk to him. Okay. Well, if we can get him here in the... I mean, this story's not going to go away for a while. And for that matter, Kevin McCullough may get him on
4: Saturday night on uh, Radio Night Live.
1: Well, let's see see if he can do it. According to the uh, Hollywood Reporter, as many as four production companies have announced they will be boycotting the state of Georgia by preventing any projects from being filmed there due to the state's massive tax break on film productions. Now, here, let, let me point something out. If they don't do this at uh, in Georgia, and they got to go somewhere else where the cost of you know doing a series to say like Stranger Things or Black, uh, the movie like Black Panther, and neither none of these production companies are involved with that. But let's say they were. Well, if you're able to do the um, uh, the show, uh, let's say ten percent less because you do it in Georgia because of the tax incentives. I'm going to tell you what not, now what's going to happen. If those production companies said, we're going to go someplace where it's going to be more expensive to do what we want to do, those programs are going to fail. That's exactly what will happen. I think this is uh, just empty sword rattling right now. Christine vakken, CEO of Killer Films, which pro- produced uh, produce films like Vox Lux and First Reformed, Heard about either of those movies? Um, I heard the name Vox Lux. First Reformed, haven't it at all. Announced uh, yesterday the company will no longer consider Georgia as a viable shooting location until this ridiculous law is overturned. David Simon, who runs Blown Deadline Productions, and who created The Wire and the Deuce, the Deuce is done. Its run is done. He's not even producing anything right now. The Wire has been over for a long time. said that he could not in good conscience ask any female under his employment to shoot in Georgia. As I can't ask any female member of any film production with which I am involved to so marginalize themselves or compromise their inalienable authority over their own bodies. I must undertake production where the rights of all citizens remain intact. Well, let's see if you put anything together here in the near future. Can only speak for my production company, our comparative assessments of locations for upcoming development will pull Georgia off the list until we can be assured the health options and civil liberties of our female colleagues are unimpaired. Uh, David Simon is the same individual who encouraged people to, say, pick up a G.D. brick if President Trump ever halted the Mueller investigation. Simultaneously... Mark Duplass of Duplass Brothers Productions urged other companies on Thursday to blackball Georgia. Counter narrative films, which produced the Netflix movie Triple Frontier, said it will no longer shoot in Georgia. No fl- uh, Georgia filming on any of our projects until this law is gone," wrote producer Neil Dotson on Twitter. The uh, MPAA, that's the Motion Picture Association of America said that will be watching, they're going to be watching the Georgia law closely as it faces challenges in court. Tillman Television uh, production in Georgia, supports more than 92,000 jobs, brings significant economic be- uh, benefits to communities and families. And I'm looking at this, So these 92,000 jobs, if there's 4,000 of them that come with these production companies, I'd be surprised. All right, we got to get a final break in for the three o'clock hour. Don't forget, I've got uh, you know uh, Mister Viper coming on. Rick Viper is going to join us. Coming, well, he's here. Come on in, Rick. Come on. We'll get uh, we'll get Rick on when we come back from the break. He has joined us today. He looks like he's coming in, into the studio right now, ready to do the short that I'm hearing about. <laughs> Are you going to talk about that? Yeah, we'll talk. about Okay, a lot. we got a lot of things to speak about here. On the Dave Ellswick Show. I'm just telling you, these production companies are saying they're going to pull out of Georgia. If they were getting a 10% break on whatever they were producing, I want to see, how, and they pull out now, and now whatever they do is going to cost 10% more. Let's see uh, how much their investors like that. They might find the investors pull their money out for future projects that they might be doing. Got more to talk about. We'll do that in a moment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Have you, you, here's the- all right, we're back. You can't hear anything in the headphones? Is that better? Yeah, you sound good. All right, good. You I don't good. hear anything. Reviper <laughs> is here. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, look at that uh, set right there. Try this Yeah, I'll try that on. That was working just a moment ago. I know it was. All right. All right, here we go. He's going to slide on this. You can watch it. Oh, him. yeah, much better. What a great acting job, huh? Yeah. Those those other ones were working. He just wanted everybody to think they weren't so he could act his way in this. Oh, gosh putting Put another pair he's doing right it. you're looking good thank you yeah it's been about what three four months it's it's been a little maybe while, a little yeah, long yeah. Than that last time i talked to you lots of work with the discovery id channel
5: yeah um we were doing i was i was doing some acting work for discovery id uh i think i did three shows three or four shows last year as an actor. And then the last thing I did with them was kind of towards the end of the year, I did Deadline Crime with Tamron Hall. And I actually worked as a PA, being a production assistant on the back end, helping them film it here and and that kind of thing. Okay,
1: which means – you did what?
5: Uh, I was a gopher. <laughs> okay. Let's just be honest. You know, setting uh, setting up lights, helping carry sandbags. Hey, I need these over here. Bring that over wow. here. Keeping people quiet. You know, just kind of the gopher doing everything, you know. Pay good? Uh, Yeah, paid great, you know. Well, that's all you need to know. Yeah, and it gave me a credit, you know, also. So that was kind of nice, so. A SAG credit. Uh, you know what no, no, it was no. non-union.
1: Okay. Yeah, non-union TV. Okay, so. well, that's cool. What do you think about... These production companies, I know you don't want to talk politics per se, but what do you think about these production companies? They're saying, well, we're not going to produce anything now in Georgia because you got the heartbeat bill. You know, you passed it. Unless you get rid of that bill, we're not coming back. And I'm thinking to myself, if I was somebody was putting the money up for them to do that kind of stuff, I'd say, hey, hold on a second, folks. Right. It's going to cost 15% more now. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm not going to give you any more money. So where are you going to pull it? From what deep orifice on your body are you going to pull 15% more out so you can do these shows?
5: Well, what they'll do is they'll just try to move it to New Orleans or something like that. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, chances are they're going to just try to move it to another studio or another location. But it's just kind of a dumb situation, really, to be honest with you. I mean, um, I know it's, it's near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. It is to mine. I made a movie about it called Gosnell. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm very, very... Uh, well, you're pro-life. Yeah, yeah, I am. And uh, so, you know, it's just kind of one of those things. Uh, I, I sure hate to see somebody make a... You know, a lot of silly decisions are made when it comes to politics. You can just look around the world right now and, and see that and for there's yourself. a
1: lot of silly people on Hollywood. <laughs>
5: yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's full of uh, crazy, loony people, but uh, that's what makes it what it is. They, they yeah. don't call it Holly weird for nothing, you know.
1: You know, I... I was What was I watching the other night? Oh, I was watching this thing about, uh, not Lucky Luciana, but Bugsy Siegel, uh-huh. you know, and he went out to L.A. in Hollywood, but at that time, it wasn't called Hollywood. It was Hollywood Land. 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 That's right, yeah. The, the old sign, I, f- I had parts forgotten of it about fell. that.
5: Yeah, um, I actually got Land a picture of... Land fell over. <laughs> yeah, I've got a picture of that where it says Hollywood Land, you know, it's a really cool yeah, old shot, so...
1: Anyway, it was... Did you... You know why um, Bugsy, why they call him Bugsy? Why is that? Because um, they used to say, what was it? Uh, how was the saying goes? He's got, he's his, uh, he's full of, it made a person to get kind of like um, a, a real high strung person. Uh-huh. You got know, bugs in the attic or right. something like that. And so they put it all together, Came up Bugsy. And he hated that name. Huh. He wanted to be called either Ben or Mr. Siegel. Right. If you didn't know him, you better say Mr. Siegel or he got really irritated. He might lose a finger or an ear or but something. But I was watching that. Right? I was watching uh, about that. And see, those shows, that's what you need to do. You sh- you need to be playing a bunch of old hoods. You need you know, Lucky Luciano or something. You know, Seagull or somebody like that.
5: I wouldn't mind doing some some of that kind of work. You know, the the crazy part about what I do, and a lot of people don't understand, as an actor, I don't just sit at home and wait for somebody to call me. No, because,
1: you're you're <laughs> working it, man.
5: Well, not only that, but I'm applying for a job basically every single day, and sometimes two or three or four or five or ten, depending on if it's a role I want. You know, right? Those kind of I'm, I'm literally f- applying for a job every day.
1: Did I hear right that you're going to Play the the stand in for Gail Kidot. Uh it must be my
5: <laughs> my diet gave it away. Doggone it. Honey, I told you. I
1: beard, man. Uh. <laughs> it's the beard that gave it away. I'm just saying. Yeah. There's some huge, huge movies out uh here in the last few years, but there has never been anything like Endgame. I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, you got to go see it. It's a fantastic movie. You'll love it. It's
5: funny that I was listening to you on the way in, and I thought, gosh, he's got all these movies and everything that he that he watches, and, he, and Matt comes in every week, and they talk about it, and I'm just going, oh, gosh, I haven't seen so many movies. Or, you know, I've never seen one episode, I, I swear, the Game, of Game of Thrones. I've never seen one episode of The Walking Dead. Oh, wow. I've, there's... Uh, I'm, I'm so busy, I just haven't sat down. Like, whenever Lost you're, came out. You're busy making it, not right. watching it. Well, okay. when Lost came out, the TV show Lost, I actually waited for the whole thing to finish and then binge-watched it when it came out on Netflix. So, I mean, that's probably what i I could only do.
1: do, I think I did three seasons of that. After that, I got tired. It's did like, yeah. give me some answers right. and I'll keep watching. It. <laughs> uh, I'm not, it's amazing, though, the people got their start that oh gosh so many evangel and lily and all the people that were in that show yeah and they were great in that show and they've gone on to do great things on big screen but the end game now has made over two billion dollars worldwide incredible oh my gosh it's going to outdo uh avatar which is incredible
5: and there's more avatars coming out also yeah
1: yeah four over the next 10 years god it's incredible. It is incredible. Well, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about there's ways to make a living uh, in entertainment than just being in a movie theater. We'll talk about that with Rick Viper here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, we've got to get to the news. Let's go do that. And then Rick and I will be back to talk. Don't miss it. Uh, four, four now, yeah. Four. Okay, four years. You've been, you've been chasing... Uh, and that elusive dream that's out there. Gosh, and I, I want it you, seems a lot longer. You got to listen to this, <laughs> what he's saying, especially if you're one of the people that I I I'm real open to having people come in here that have put together their own movies and stuff right. like that, and they're looking for you know people to buy their uh, DVD or, or whatever. And I'll let them bring in some of their actors, and they get to talk about their them some buddy. Uh, who has been in a lot of uh, local movies and stuff? Uh-huh. He seems to be ready, getting kind of on the edge of, of breaking into doing some some big things.
5: Buddy stays real busy, and and that's the trick to this whole thing: is you got to stay busy. You know, uh, when you're not out there doing something, you need to be looking for something. And that's just how it goes.
1: So you who are listening and want to do this, it's not something that it's going to come to you. No, for the most part. I mean. Look, there are some people that did a couple of things, and somebody saw them and goes, "That's the person I want." Sure, that's very seldom the way it works. So you got to go out there and contact people and send your material to them and their headshots and all that kind of stuff. And how many did you say you do a day? At least one.
5: Oh, at least one, but usually more like two, three, four. You know, <laughs> honestly. Honestly, I mean, uh, but but you got to understand, the market's so saturated with people trying to fill a bucket list or people like me that are that have been in it for a little while and they want the same role, you know. So I don't really ever look back at it. and If I get the role, great, then I'll make plans on what I do from there, you know, plan my uh, next two weeks out and when I'm going to go down, blah, blah, blah. If I don't get the role, then I just keep applying, you know. That's yeah. just all you can do.
1: And here's something else that you need to understand. You make a movie – maybe you're only in two scenes of this movie. you right. got a small part, two scenes. So maybe you're on set, not more than three days of shooting. Right. You go in, you shoot whatever you're going to do, and then you leave. Right. It's not like everybody hangs around for, uh, you know, two months while the whole movie's being shot. Exactly.
5: Yeah. Unless your crew, you know, that's it. Um, you're called in as an actor to go in at a certain time you leave at a certain time you're right you don't see the whole thing
1: yeah I I was talking uh, or reading I wasn't talking I was reading the article about the last day on set for Avengers Endgame with uh, you know with uh, 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 Iron Man right okay he left after only one third of the movie had been shot he was done shot all of his stuff yeah he shot everything and he left yeah you know, he want get back to your own life again. Right. Time to put the Iron Man suit and hang it up in the closet. Find an, another job out yeah, there. Yeah, that's you know. what he. Well, he, he didn't have. He to. don't have to look for another job. He got more money than he knows what to. Sure, do Sure, but if with he loves right being
5: an actor, he will. You'll see him in something well, he else. He does. You know. You know.
1: He said that he's thinking about instead of these tentpole movies, he'd like to go back and do some smaller. Uh, subject more intimate movies sure. as they talk about he would like to do that so we'll see what he comes up with as Absolutely. far as that
5: would be great to see yeah and i loved him i mean I, I grew up watching robert downey jr so i mean to see where he's at now is really cool you to, know
1: what i like about know? him is what? that he about destroyed his career oh yeah with yeah. drugs oh gosh and he has he got his life straight uh-huh. and got himself propellant propelling himself in the right direction and he went from having virtually nothing in the middle of his career, reinvented it, and now he's like one of the biggest movie stars of all time.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and it's not like he wasn't making good movies. I mean, he made the, the thing about Chaplin. He made uh, uh, some of the other movies that he he did. I'm trying to think uh, the one about the Libertine or whatever. I mean, there were some great films that he did, and he was just really weird yeah (laughs) i mean that's when he got so strung out on drugs he was waking up in other people's beds and stuff they'd find him sleeping in their in their bedrooms and his (laughs) house was like four houses down the block or something you know he was just real he just about threw his own his whole career away
5: yeah he
1: did you know and then there's other guys that uh, didn't almost throw it away they almost number one didn't have a career look at sylvester stallone Yeah, if it hadn't been for Rocky, you'd never know Sylvester Stallone. And that was, they thought that was lightning in a bottle. Then he did that, and then he did Rambo, and then he did a lot of other things that he made these unique, developed characters that look to make him Rambo Five. It's coming out into this year.
5: I can't wait. I'm I'm excited about that. You know, one thing I I got a kick out of, and and last year whenever I was studying. I chose four acting coaches to go study with last year and one of the acting coaches taught a uh, a technique called the Ivana Chubbuck technique. Okay. And when Stallone was going to go film uh the latest the last Rocky movie where he had to, you know, touch base with his inner because he lost uh, Adrian and and all of that. Okay. So, so we're talking
1: went, real Rocky, not Creed.
5: Right. Okay. He, he actually went to Ivana Chubbuck to learn how to get in touch with himself again he had to relearn how to tap into those emotions and you know what she did she picked at his emotion with his son because you know Sylvester Stallone lost a son yeah so they took that emotion and put it towards the scene and that's that's what they got out of it yeah that pain so, that he had to have yeah I mean even at you know Sylvester Stallone how many rocky
1: movies in you know and he still had to have an acting coach. Sometimes you got to do that. Well, he's been know. doing it forever. Yeah. I mean, we're going back to the 70s when we're talking Rocky. Yeah. You know? By the way, a little uh, piece of trivia about that. Eye of the Tiger came out of Rocky Three. Right. You know what mo- What song they, w- they wanted, but the group turned them down? Huh. We Are the Champions. Queen oh, really? said that they couldn't use that song in, in the movie. You so wonder they, if they'd like to go back and make that decision again. Right. So they picked Survivor to do the rest of their soundtracks Who, from there out. A b- guy by the name of Jim Peterick wrote that song. Jim Peterick is best known uh, for a group called the Ides of March from Chicago uh-huh. and a song they did called Vehicle. So it's kind of, that's a kind of interesting story on um, those two star, uh two songs, Vehicle and Eye of the Tiger. He can live a very relaxing life and do nothing <laughs> yeah
5: uh, all it takes residuals. is one good luck and that's it you know I mean really that's it
1: one good lick that's it there's several people that I, you look at that you think about that for instance uh, Hot Lips Houlihan mm-hmm. Loretta Swit mm-hmm. okay Mash you know how I bet you Mash is showing somewhere right now oh yeah in the yeah, world and she's so. making money off of it mm uh-huh. And probably quite a bit of money off of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Alan Arkin. I mean, it's, that's where he made all. He says it. That's where he made all his money at. Right, was off of that series uh, being on there. And Wayne Rogers and all of those guys that were on that show. I mean, at, at its at its heyday, it was the most watched TV show ever.
5: Right. I get a kick out of watching old Perry Mason and seeing all the old actors on that. Going, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, look who's
1: look look at that! Look at look who that is, you know. And you're just making a paycheck, yeah. Because it's a you know it sounds cool, but it's work,
5: yeah. Oh, it is work. It's you, a ton of work.
1: Do, you do it all the you know you do it all the time. Yeah. You know, you may be here uh, on this show today, tomorrow you may be driving six hundred miles to go do a gig. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I've done it before. Yeah, I know. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. I'm, I, I really respect you because you do whatever necessary because this is, you feel like this is your calling. This is what you're good at. <coughs> and you go out and uh, you're making a living. You're, you know, supporting your family and stuff doing this. Yeah. My goal
5: is to make more money than my wife each week. <laughs> so i don't live in the doghouse you know right. so, so if i can make more money than she does doing acting work she's like all right okay you know he knows what he's doing it's fine
1: well so, yeah it, it she'll allow it as long as it's paying the bills you got
5: to keep you got to keep making that money that's and, right
1: because a lot of people they do something totally different to pe- to feed themselves and to make their their life happen
5: well sure and yeah. right you know right before the break you were talking about uh We've got, there's ways to make money in entertainment without necessarily being on the big screen.
1: So explain that to the, to the people that are out there. I do a couple different things. The business. I,
5: I do a couple different things. Um, one thing for you guys that are wanting to get involved in this, if you want to do voice work, I'd totally recommend going to acx.com and starting yourself a free Audible account and becoming a voice actor off of Audible. I've got 15 books right now on Amazon that you can listen to uh, that are audio books. And I do children's books because, it's for me, it's the most fun. And I just finished up a big, huge round of Harry Potter books uh, all about Voldemort. So um, I would say definitely go that route if you want to do the audio thing. Or a lot of people don't think about this, Dave, but it's
1: I do industrial videos. Dude, I would love... (laughs) <laughs> to do, you know, stuff on Discovery Channel and stuff where you know, sure. the abandoned, right, and, and that kind of stuff, and and reading scripts for shows like that, documentaries, right. I find that I love r- learning stuff, so I love to to be doing that stuff.
5: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it's definitely uh, it's it's fun work, <coughs> you know. I, usually, I get I get cast as a cop. I mean, nine times out of ten on, on those channels, I'm a cop.
1: That's how you did in Gazelle.
5: Yeah, I was an FBI agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a cop on a lot of different shows, and I guess it's just the bald head, you know, clean face whenever I'm shaved yeah. and, and that kind of thing. So, And I'm okay with that, you know.
1: Yeah, I didn't even recognize you at first. I thought some homeless guys gotten into the studio. <laughs> you guys got any bread?
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, here's
5: something kind of fun that, that uh, I wanted to talk to you about. Go. My birthday's coming up, Jane, uh, June 8th. Okay. It's my 45th birthday, and some of my Spring wife— Spring chicken. I know, right? My, my wife says, what do you want to do for your birthday? We were going to go on vacation. I said, well, we go to Florida, you know, go down to— Alabama, Gulf Shores, what do you want to do? And, and so I decided I'm going to stay in Arkansas. Okay. And do we what? are going to go check out all the cool parks that the state has to offer. 52 states, or 52 parks, uh, there's you know 52 weekends a year. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get to see them all, but I'm going to go right. pick a couple cool ones and go check them out. So we bought a kayak, we're going to go float uh, the... Uh, what is it? What's the little river down there? Uh, the Little Red River? Yeah. We're going to go float the Little Red River. Last weekend, I, I actually climbed uh, Sugarloaf Mountain. Oh, my gosh. Where is that at? Have you ever climbed that? No. Oh, oh man. I felt really old after it was over with, i got to <laughs> tell you. Uh, Sugarloaf Mountain, go down towards Heber Springs. And okay. um, it's just right off to the side. You can't miss it. As you're coming into Heber Springs, there's a mountain off to your right-hand side. And it's Sugar Loaf
1: Mountain. So it sits right there at ASU's College. Is that the one that just kind of sticks up in the middle of yeah. nowhere? Yeah, it is. I've wondered where how do you get on that one? Well you go to the
5: ASU college and you park up there. there's a little parking lot up there, and then it's uh it's only a three hundred foot, you know, yeah. walk up it, but my gosh, once you get to the base of the mountain, then you literally have to rock climb all the way up until you get up there and over and you're on the top. Wow. And we did it. it but, man, it took me an hour and a half to get up there, and gosh, it and was a challenge. Then you to come back down. Right, right. Well, the back down isn't so bad if you can figure out how to get up. So we want to go climb and tackle Arkansas's biggest mountain, which is uh, – mount magazine mount magazine so we may be doing that here soon
1: too ah, very Yeah, very cool that's, i love doing that The lodge up there is fantastic i've never never been so I'm go dying up on to see it. make sure you go on the weekend and you can watch everybody that's hang gliding off the top of the mountain oh that'd be cool yeah, yeah i wouldn't mind doing cool. that and they've got i think they got a place i forget what it's called but uh it's like a tent thing they set up and it's full of butterflies huh that's very cool Yeah, I've been up to Mount Magazine. I like it. I like the lodge a lot. That was, the food's not bad at the lodge. You know, some of the lodges is, mm, some of them are, yeah, this is good. It's one of the, yeah, this is good. good. Yeah, it's a good place. You can get your, if you can get a room. And if you're gonna, if you want one, better start calling now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hard to get a room. There's not that many of them, but they're really nice cabins. Well, we they're just really decided
5: nice. to do a staycation in Arkansas. That yeah, makes know, sense, and, and it keeps me close by in case something happens and I need to take off and film for a little bit. And yeah. so we're
1: just going to spend our money here in the state. Why that makes not? sense, you know. Makes sense. We'll be back in just a moment. Rick Viper's our guest. He's working for a major company, and I'll tell you all about that, or I'll let him tell you all about that when we get back. You know, uh, the folks over at Applied Research Center now enrolling in some different studies they got. Uh, now, remember, if you get in any of these studies, all the medicine and all of that is absolutely free, plus you get paid for time, uh, driving, and all of that. They've got a type 2 diabetes studies. If you're on a, a metformin uh, regimen uh, and you're of the age of 18 or older, you should call them about how you can get involved with that. If you've got a teenager or older member of your family 12 to 40 years old and they have acne on the face uh is it's moderate or severe they're looking for you uh low testosterone ages 45 to 80 you said you said you're gonna be 45 on uh yeah in uh, June, in, in June oh, man. right yeah you could get on with the low testosterone sign me up now. anyway uh neck and back <laughs> ne- neck and back pain ages 18 to 65 you have to have a sudden onset of back pain due to muscle spasms. Call the Applied Research Center of Arkansas for further details regarding these clinical trials. See if you can get involved. Talk to Donna Wright or some of the people over there at the Applied Research Center of Arkansas. The phone number 501-954-7822. One more time, 501 954 22 i gotta tell you what if you're heading towards the southeast or just east towards memphis uh there's a large band of uh, rain and thunderstorms going that way so you're going to run into wet and uh, luckily here in central arkansas we're missing out on this so i'm happy about that right there's been plenty of rain for sure all right so uh you know, Rick Viper is here on the Dave Ellswick Show, so let me ask you. You said that you are making uh, and paying the bills right now working for Walmart. Yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, i got a minute here, so go ahead.
5: Uh, I'm doing industrial videos, so all the training videos that the Walmart employees see. I was the uh, active shooter in the current Walmart video Um I just did a big, huge workout video for a Walmart distribution center, or I play a goofy character, and so they're all going to get to see that. Cool. I've done some Walmart commercials, things like that. Uh, was working for them about every other week there for quite a while. So, um, and that just kind of slowed down here recently, just because I think they've got all their training videos shot, so they're good for a season anyway.
1: Well, that's the key. Yeah, the key is now during the time you were working you were still looking
5: that's right yeah uh and while i was doing the walmart videos i did a book between them and then you know of course applied for a couple other jobs you know in the acting world so uh it's it's been
1: fun um it's definitely a hustle all right you hold your thoughts we'll come back we'll talk some more and rick viper is my guest here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, don't forget about PI Roofing Home Solutions. They uh, they bought Tommy's Gutter Cleaning Services so they can chalk up another uh, great uh, deal that they can do for you for your home. Uh, and they're bringing you the same kind of professionalism that they brought to you as far as comprehensive roofing and home repair expertise that they bring. Uh, PI Roofing and Home Solutions now bring all of that expertise to you about cleaning out your gutters and there's no reason for you to get up on a ladder ever again to clean out your gutter all you got to do is go to pi and uh, you'll learn more of how to use pi roofing home solutions the big thing that i like to always talk about as well is if you had a roofing problem you probably had a leak before you had to have somebody do your roof and if you get a leak in your house and you get discoloration on the ceiling or you get water down between the walls and then it grows in the mold and you get a big mess. Uh, Finding a a contractor to come out and do a small job like that is not an easy thing to do. And you don't want to just go and grab somebody off the street to do it as you don't want them to make the matters worse. So turn to PI Roofing about this. They've got a whole group of people that that's what they do. They do these home repairs for you. You know that you're going to get professionalism. You know you're going to get people who know what they're doing. And uh, you know that the place to go is PIroofing.com. PIroofing.com, that's for PI Roofing and Home Solutions. All right, Rick Viper is here. And Rick and I, a couple of years ago, we got to know each other. A movie that was being shot here uh locally and he come he came out to cabot he played a part in this movie and he and i struck up a conversation and we just kind of hit it off and it's uh, great to have him on from time to time and keep up with what he's doing and let's go back and talk a little bit more about look my sons both wanted to be animators yeah, yeah. and and i told them i said well I was going to send them both to Full Sail. I was going to pay their way to go to Full Sail. That's a great animator school. Absolutely. And uh, here's what they didn't like. I took them there so they could go see the campus, talk to the people there at the campus. And when they got there, they found out it's not like your traditional school. And I said, son, it's not going to be like a traditional school because doing animation or anything in the film business is unlike any other job that you'll ever have. Right. You know, you may be worried. Look, I I read a story one time. I was telling about Monsters, Inc. And the big blue bear-looking guy. Right. uh, If you remember, it was they worked on getting hair that looked real. Right, yeah. It took them, the animators, two years to be able to get hair to move in a realistic way. And I said, you understand, you could be coming into work every day for two years and working on hair. Yeah. the way it works. Or maybe there's not somebody out there that's going to hire you for some animated movie right now. So what do you do? And I said, maybe you go work for an oil company somewhere Mm -hmm. doing animation, showing how they do a new drilling procedure or something like that. Sure. Well, they didn't want to do that. And the other (laughs) thing they didn't want to do... So they didn't want to have to get up in the middle of the night because suddenly they had a breakthrough on some animation. Everybody get in here and let's get to work on this, and it's three o'clock in the morning. Right. Oh yeah, they got they got all you know all of their great thoughts of the how, how high and mighty and, and great this was going to be. Suddenly they realized it's just work. It's it's
5: work. It yeah. really is, and that's why. I... You know, I try not to discourage anybody that you have to apply so much, but you just do. Do you want to be seen, you know? And and here's the other thing is you have to understand, you may have to travel, you know? They, they don't film a lot in in this in Arkansas per se. So you may have to go outside, and go to have Shreveport to or fall Dallas. Into
1: True Detective or something.
5: Maybe, yeah. But I mean, it's going to come in one time, and that's it. And if you're an extra on it in one episode, they may call you in for one or two days, and that's it. Yeah, you can't live off of that. No. So you, you have live to one or two days off of it. right. So you have to say, okay, well, I got booked this week on three days on True Detective. Next week, I'm going to go try to go down to New Orleans and work in CIS for three days, you know, and you can make a living if you start doing those kind of just trailing along and, and, but you have to leave. You know, I came from Oklahoma. I did 20 movies by the time I got to Arkansas, 20 movies as an extra. I went all over. Were you in True Grit? Uh, no, I rode a horse in the Magnificent Seven oh, at cool. the end. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I went cool. down to Shreveport. We filmed that down there, and I rode a horse at the very end. My dad sees me every time. That, I know that's you. That's you. <laughs> he just thinks that's the coolest thing ever, and he taught me how to ride a horse. Right. Know? So that's how I got the job, you know. Um, so – there's a there's a lot to this job, you know. It's a, and you got to have some skill in certain things too. I was a, a Navy and Army veteran as well, so I can handle a 45 and M16 grenade launcher. You're not scared of guns? Oh no, not at all. That's in important. fact, I own a couple myself. So. Yeah.
1: Well, that's an important thing, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Some people are in this business and they they do anti-gun screeds, and they're on a, a show that. All they do is shoot guns.
5: Well, the funny part was is that, you know they teach you in real life in the military how to shoot a gun. And yeah. when you go to be on television, they have to retrain you to show you how to hold a gun for television.
1: Really? What's the difference?
5: you got to show your face, you know. Oh, that's true. Because uh, whenever in the military, you'd come in with your arm out pretty much straight out, you know. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're coming in this Get way. On side. TV, like that camera right here, I've got to drop my gun so that they catch my whole face and my gun's down here
1: so just some little Small tips and things. tricks
5: yeah you didn't really think about before you know
1: now is it true that kissing uh, and i don't know if you've had to do i, it I haven't not, yet thank but god i'm just saying but doing a kissing scene yeah uh, you've got to kiss in a certain way that neither person's face gets hidden i you know i haven't encountered that yet um okay so
5: I, that's kind of a good thing and a bad thing really i, I that's the unknown for me uh
1: I don't know. I don't so have you haven't answer. done you haven't done the full Monty yet. No, eh? thank goodness, man. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. That's got to be crazy. So what are what are some movies? If you had had your your druthers, and you could pick some movies you'd like to have been in, do you want to be in movies where you actually have to act, or the movies that you you get to act, but there's like nothing around you it's all green screen which and which is more you know tough uh
5: i would think acting around green screen would be hard for sure i mean because you don't have anything to bounce off of you can't i mean you have to envision you really have to go play pretend per se
1: right
5: uh you know when you're working with other people in real life situations i think that's really the best so um i would i would definitely choose the not green screen
1: route okay but but i would try it you know for sure would you sure. like to do a big tentpole movie? Where, sure, yeah. You know, an Avatar or yeah. Avengers kind of movie or I something like that? I would love like it. that? sure. It's pretty wild. I I was watching a, a, a clip the other day, and they were showing some back takes of, and, and behind-scene takes from uh, the Matrix series, uh-huh. and, you know, the, how they... They were able to. They look like they bent back, and the and the gun, the the bullets, the bullets went past went them, and in, in, in the, what was they called bullet time, and what it was, they were all the whole set was green, and they had these devices that they laid against, and they were totally green, and there were people that were holding those devices behind them, and they were all in green. Wow! So they were like letting them down so that they could just kind of lean on them and they would lower them down and then bring them back up and Isn't stuff. that crazy? And and you couldn't see any of that happening because uh-uh. it all was done with the green screen. All
5: blended in. That's crazy stuff. Yeah. Oh, and they make so many movies with green screens these days, you know.
1: Almost all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're trying to get to the point where they don't have to go on site to make a movie. A lot of CGI used. Oh, yeah, know? a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing that I've always been amazed by is, and and if they're really good, you don't even see it, is when they use models. Yeah. I mean, they are so realistic, and they're shot in such a way that you would swear to God they're like out in a small house out in Colorado or something, and really, it's about, you know, a foot (laughs) tall, you know? Sure, usually trains are that way usually those are models they are they are not real trains Do you realize how expensive it would be to get a locomotive right or something for a western oh yeah be near impossible although there are people who can demand that kind of money be spent on a movie sure like when they made the lone ranger oh yeah remember how much money it made back
5: i actually liked it i thought it was a pretty good movie yeah after it was all said and done i kind of yeah i watched it uh probably a month or so ago at, at work and i thought man i haven't i'd never seen it and i thought ah, it was
1: okay you know it was all right okay so, so let, me, let me let me let him tell you uh out there who are watching this on facebook and others who are just listening to this and you want to be in the business all right so what do you do on most nights You go
5: work somewhere. What do you do? I do. I work overnights at Verizon Arena. I'm all by myself as a security guard, and it's quiet time. It gives me time to go to Actors Access online and search all the acting jobs. Um, of course, I, I do my job because there's nobody there. So I just do my rounds and look on the internet. It makes it pretty easy. It keeps the night yeah, going. Yeah, you
1: got to keep walking around and make sure awake. somebody didn't break, break in or That's something. That's right.
5: Got to stay awake. So it keeps me busy. I look for uh, audio books online at night, you know, um, and I apply for all this different stuff. Um, there's probably online, I bet I belong to probably 40 different Facebook groups that are all actors' groups from. Louisiana, Florida, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee, all over.
1: Stuff that's fairly easy traveling to.
5: Yeah, I mean, within, you know, six to ten hours most. You know, Atlanta's ten hours from here. So, right. Uh, I, I, I'll i go to Atlanta, no problem. You know, I mean, I drive to Knoxville three or four times a year to, to shoot television down there. So uh, Atlanta's not that much further than Knoxville.
1: So what's, what, what, what's the big thing that's going on right now, uh, for making movies, because Hollywood is not where movies are being made now, for the most part. It's just too doggone expensive. Canada was hot at one time, like in Toronto and, right. and whatnot. Uh, Georgia is really hot. We know about that. Was it North Carolina or South Carolina that was hot? Um, Wherever
5: they were shooting, uh, gosh, what was it? The Headless Horseman TV show. Yeah. Yeah, out there. I can't remember. But I know where I know the yeah. area you're talking about well
1: there was Dawson's Creek I think that's North and, Carolina. All of, and all of that they, they, now they built a whole studio set up out there do they still use it I have no idea I've never shot North Carolina.
5: I've got a friend out there that's uh, that lives out there I just made in contact with recently from the Navy a guy I hadn't talked to in 20 years and he said come out man and film out here you can stay out at
1: my house and well evidently know. they're still doing it yeah then. yeah you know I'm just saying Louisiana. Has become a, a good place because you got, of course, NCIS, New Orleans and all of that. And shooting it just got down picked there.
5: up for another season, so we know they're going to do more down there. Uh, of course, they shot Transformers down there, and they, they shoot quite a bit in Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, it's funny.
1: It's funny about they'll tell you they're somewhere else, supposedly, in the movie, but they're shooting it somewhere totally different than that. Sure. That's why sometimes in california they'll be saying that they're somewhere in the midwest and you'll see a palm tree right there are no palm trees in the midwest but the bottom line is it's they they shoot it i mean that's like halloween halloween's a perfect example
5: well here's an even more perfect example um recently they shot a pilot in memphis called uh bluff city law and it did good it got picked up in fact. But now they don't know if it's going to shoot in Memphis or not. So they've made the order. They like the pilot. This is where you want to be now. I right. mean, this is where, it, it, for those actors that got the, the shot, that auditioned and got to be in the pilot, this is exactly where they want to be because the show got picked up. But right. the question is, will they shoot it in Memphis or will they make all those guys go to Atlanta? And here's my hint. Whenever they did this and they used all those actors, guess what? They only hired Atlanta actors for the pilot. So I auditioned for it. Uh And several people that I know auditioned for it, but they didn't hire one outside. And I mean, you're talking about actors from Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas, tennessee oklahoma that all auditioned for this show but they only picked people out of atlanta so does that is that our hint that maybe this show won't get filmed uh, in memphis yeah i it, think that's pretty good it's pretty good hint isn't it yeah so we don't know it's up in the air i know the governor's uh involved in it right now this is all current so that's kind of the the big news around the television industry locally i would say is that they're going to shoot that and hope to god they shoot it in memphis that'd be great for memphis
1: I got time to ask you one more question. We're going to take the last break. Sure. You do uh, books, audio books. Right. What kind of a setup do you have to record that? I use a
5: laptop, mm-hmm. Audacity, because it's free. It's a program for editing software. Right, right, I used to use Cool Edit years ago in Adobe, uh, that was in radio. And then I've got a, a cheap little headset and then I just bought this real cool microphone called a Yeti mic. And you plug it in, you know, it's a USB mic. Mm-hmm. It was it was like fifty bucks, but man, it's a oh it's a, it's like a studio mic like one of these. Okay. And so that's what I do all my all my audio books on.
1: So what what do you do? You if you want to go out and you wanna do a book, do you wait? Do you cut a couple of samples and hope that somebody stumbles over you, or do you go after them?
5: uh, Online on on ACX.com, it'll show you that at any given point in time, there's well over a 1,000 audiobooks uh, to choose from to voice over. Usually, it's around 1,600, so you've got plenty of chances to say, oh, this is a cool looking little book. All right, and then you read the description on it, and down at the bottom, it'll say, you know, apply to audition. So then you apply to audition, they'll send you a little mini script, you cut it, voice it, send it back to them, they'll tell you whether or not they they want you or not. So, okay. And a lot of those books are royalties, so uh, every book that, about every book that I've done uh, has all been royalties. I get
1: a check every month. So the checks roll in. Yep, every month. That's pretty good. Yep. Those are the way to do it. Yep. Now, can you parlay that into trying to get on and... and you know, cartoons and things of that nature. You can, um, but that
5: that's almost just like uh, if you go to Actors Access, if you're an actor and and you're looking to do voice work, there's voiceover work on Actors Access, and usually mm-hmm. that's where they do the cartoon work and that kind of stuff. So, at least that's been my experience. Uh, I don't ever find anything you know through the audiobook route as far as that goes for for movies. And I've done a feature film, and I did three voices you know, as a cartoon. So. Uh, I just found it online a different way, and that was all through ActorsAccess.com.
1: It's very cool. All right, we'll come back. we got more to talk about. You've got questions. Maybe you're one of those people sitting out there and sure. you know you you want to get into this business. This is the guy to talk to. I'm just telling you, he's Give got me a, shout. a yeah. lot, of, lot of information here. Light the phones up. You know, we're going to talk to him <laughs> about a class he's got coming up. We're going to talk about a film festival that's coming up, a music festival that's coming up. All of that is coming up here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, we just got a couple of moments left, uh, but we're coming back for another hour. But we've got news coming up. And, and I want to go back and, and talk about uh, recording uh, audio books again. Okay. So you say 1,600 books at any given time that you right. sign on there. How long did it take you the first time you got on there to, to, to land something? Uh, it was for me. It was real quick,
5: and, and I guess that was just because I have a background in radio. Yeah. And, and so while I was in radio, I went in, in studio one day and I cut a demo where I did a bunch of different cartoon voices. Uh huh. And um, that's my demo online right now for people to listen to and decide whether or not they want to hire me or not. Um, so you can put a little static demo that stays up there, you know, the whole time, and and they can check out your sample before, you know. They make a decision. So. Yeah,
1: the key is that once you get a couple of gigs, then people, if they're if you've done something really good and it's being listened to quite often, you've got a kind of a roadmap for people to follow and and to see what you do. Absolutely, and and cartoon voices is a big deal, especially you know for for the little kids'
5: books and that kind of stuff, and and that's my favorite. You know, I mean, I grew up in the eighties, so I mean, I yeah. saw all the best cartoons. You know, so
1: so you do a little Bobby. Uh, I, I do
5: all kinds of different stuff. Have you ever seen King of the Hill? Oh, yeah. Bobby?
1: You know. Oh, okay. Dad. <laughs> Put down the shovel, Bobby.
5: <laughs> but, Dad, I've been wanting to play. Bobby, dang it. You know. So I do a bunch of different, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a lot of fun with Can it. Can you do Boomhauer uh man man uh man man uh it, it was a doggone a uh, propane tank over there my, my man, man man uh, that doggone
1: very good <laughs> that's that is you know a talent i do not have take I some can, time yeah, you know you got to that's got to be you
5: got to work hard at i watched it. cartoons forever you know i literally sat around as a little bitty kid and watched saturday morning cartoons and bugs bunny Nyeh. What's up, Doc? Oh, yeah. I hate that rabbit. You know, I, mean, I watched them all, so I sat there and I would I would sit in my bedroom and record the voices and get as close as I could, you know, until I sure. actually mastered it. So I figure one day Disney will give me a shout, but they got to
1: find me first. You haven't. Heard, you, you're not going to replace Mel Blanc, son. I'd love yet? to.
5: Uh, <laughs> I'd love to so do funny.
1: my. I Kermit Deans wrong here. Get into that. <laughs> we'll talk more when we come back. Rick Vipers, our guest. He's got a class coming up here in the near future. It's an acting class. I suggest you go to it. We'll tell you how when we get back. 28th cousin. Three times removed. Three times removed. Lucille, Lucille Ball. Ball. Yeah. Pretty cool. You, you've been into this whole genealogy thing now, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been driving me crazy. What's, That's what I do at what's night. What's the most famous person that you're tied to?
5: Oh, man, probably Elvis. Really? Yeah, he's he's like that at twenty third cousin three times removed or something like that yeah it's a it's kind of, it's kind of a weird thing
1: yeah, uh, it's, not, it's not weird it's just that people are related a lot closer than they probably have ever imagined
5: oh yeah and and with the internet and things like ancestry and myheritage.com and all right. that, you know, you can you can really take your time and trace back. Should, s-
1: should we start doing a, a Rick Viper separation <laughs> kind of game? You know,
5: there's actually one out there, <laughs> believe it or not. It's kind of funny.
1: That's that's funny. That is that's funny. Okay, you're got, you're going to have an acting class. You know, when people think about acting classes, they typically think New York or L A. Right. Not the case anymore. Right. Um, nowadays the some of the
5: older actors, I'll say, or some of the actors that were big names at one point in time, when they start to run out of acting jobs, they start being a coach for actors. And so I, I got teamed up here recently with uh, Jeremy London, who has the twin brother, Jason London. the London You know, one was in, uh, or Jeremy was in Party of Five and Seventh okay. Heaven and Mallrats. Right. And his brother... Uh, jason he was in dazed and confused and you know a bunch of other different movies so dude yeah okay gotcha. so i decided you know i mean yeah taking a local acting class is great believe me i think it's great to stay on your on your skills like that but i really believe i honestly believe in my heart that you need to seek a professional actor that has made it to the top at one point in their career and knows how to get there And the only way you're going to get that is to seek out someone like Jason London, who's coming to Memphis on May 25th. He's going to teach two classes. He teaches uh, 10 a.m. until one, and then he comes back from two until five and teaches a second class. Classes are 75 bucks. You spend three hours with him. He's going to teach you everything that he can within that three hours. Now, also, Jason just or Jeremy just wrote his very first movie. And so he's casting as well as teaching these classes and going around and trying to find the actors that he's teaching that he knows he can work with. So there's a huge opportunity
1: with that, you know. Uh, and I'm going to try to jump on it. Okay, so <laughs> if you go to one of these classes, do they come with scripts and everything? And I mean, how many people are in these classes typically? Um, in Jason's or in Jeremy's class coming up,
5: it's a dozen. People in each class is all he can take. Twelve wow. people in each class, and then what he does is he takes the three hours to break down a script with you, uh, teach you about character work, um, you know, answer just about anything he can do with you within three hours worth of time. But typically, you bring your own uh, monologue or something like that that you want to perform, and you better know your stuff. You don't want to walk into somebody's class like Jeremy's class and say, "Well, here's a piece of paper, but I don't know the the material." He's going to be upset with you. You know, I mean, he's he's griping about somebody online right now about it in New Orleans. And so <laughs> that's how I know about it. So stay on top of your game and, and keep your, your script memorized and get ready for it. But you can sign up online. Um, if, you, if you want to do this, go to my Facebook page. Just go to Rick Viper. It's Viper with a Y. And I've been posting about it throughout the week. And I posted today about it as well. There's a link you can click on. Go sign up. I think he's got five people, six people signed up in the morning class so far, and just a couple in the afternoon. But it comes up May 25th. You guys join me out there. I've got enough room, actually, to take a couple people with me, too. So wow, I'm taking one ride. guy, one local actor so far, and I've got enough room to take three more people. So if you sign up and you want to go, hit me up on Facebook, and I'll take you with me.
1: And to save you gas. Save too, gas you money, spend, we can all ride down together. I'll ride together, and everybody throw in a few dollars, sure. and you all can stop and do potty breaks together in the whole nine yards. There you go. Make a full day out of it. That's you know. not bad. That sounds pretty good. How? What does he do now? How? How does he work it? If let's say he's got room for twenty four people and maybe 36 people want to get in, does he start looking at people who may have some acting experience then? I don't know. I I don't know if he would expand the class and
5: say, yeah, we'll take the other, you know, five, 10 more people, or if he just has enough time to do 12 people in three hours. Maybe he's got it. say, you know, I'm going to spend 10 10 minutes with each person for three hours. I
1: don't know, you know. Okay, so these guys that have these classes, do they have classes about how to secure an agent and things of that nature too? Because I got to believe there's probably people out there that can act their butt off but have no idea how to maneuver through the BS that there is in the politics sometimes that there is sure. to, get a, to get a part. Yeah, they absolutely do. Um, I had a class
5: out there in Memphis, same place, um, but it was with Sean Whalen. You remember people under the stairs, Roach? Oh, yeah. So this was – I took a direct class from Roach. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he goes over that whole thing, you know, about how to get an agent, uh, what's the best way about – getting into acting you know how do you where do you get headshots you know do, should i have a website or business cards or what kind of headshots you know, yeah exactly it. close-ups or you know how, how close in you know there's a lot of questions involved in this so i definitely say yeah you're going to want to go see somebody locally here there's quite a few local actors here that teach acting classes but go to somebody that has really done it you know you don't. You don't go to a plumber. You know,
1: experience over book learning. That we. <laughs> exactly, that's,
5: that's exactly. Yeah, stole it right out of my mouth. Exactly. Go to somebody like that because that's how you're going to learn how to move forward. You know, that's how you get out of this. You get. You got to break, and once you break, and it will happen. you may do fifty, hundred movies. Who knows? But when you break, it's going to be a g- glorious day. It's yeah, going to be an awesome big thing. deal. Yeah, big deal.
1: Yeah, one movie can make you a pretty good paycheck. Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to keep you for the rest of your life, but probably make you a whole lot more comfortable than you were at the time that you took it.
5: Absolutely. And so every actor that I know, that's what we're struggling to try to do, is just to try to break. Once we break, that's it, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, think for just a moment. You were a guy by name of, um, oh, I don't know. Gosh, I I know by their characters and not by their real names. I mean, the guy who played Skywalker oh mark hamill mark hamill right think about mark hamill mark hamill hadn't done squat
5: (laughs) he did a lot of cartoons yeah but he he did voice work
1: he really hadn't done much of anything on in front of the camera and uh he just so happened george lucas was hey i can't pay you a whole lot of money but i'll give you residuals and the boy made some money right (laughs) off those three star wars movies sure yeah, have you seen his new work that he's been doing in Knife Hall? Uh, no, but I have. I've it's pretty I've seen good. some of
5: the cool stuff that he's doing with the Chucky voice. So. Yeah, that yeah, was kind of neat to see. You know, they picked a good actor for that.
1: He's good, man. Yeah, he really is. He's great. Yeah, but but Dorf is Chucky. Come on,
5: man. right? Oh, I know, I know, I know. You know Nobody will ever Chucky. really beat that. Yeah, you know?
1: I mean, he was perfect on that part. That, have you seen the Pet stuff. Cemetery yet? No. I haven't seen it yet. No, no, I have not seen it. Everybody keeps telling me, it's a disappointment, just stick to the old one, you know. Well, that's what I've heard, because, you know, you they don't have a little boy to a little girl. Right. And It's and like the they swapped the whole story, is, story around. The story Instead of, kinda you weird.
5: know, I think they should do the same thing with Cujo, but just do it with a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> There's an idea, Hollywood. There you oh, go. Geez. Yeah, let's, let's do it that way. We're, but a great it, Cujo remake would be great. I mean, they could yeah? do it with a pit bull. Yeah. Of course, it'd probably give Pitbull bad press. I well, they've already a, had enough bad press. Let's go back to the poodle. Press. That's right. They've had enough bad press. A rabid
1: poodle. Or a, uh, or, uh, what was it? Uh, one of those little tiny yippy dogs. Uh, yeah. That's uh, what you need. Just a Pomeranian or yeah, something like those, that. Yeah, <laughs> a Yorkie. Yeah, Yorkie, yeah. That'd be good. You know, that's a dust mop, man. That's A right. Yorkie. But yeah. Have you thought? Have have you been looking just in the horror genre because it's hot right now?
5: Horror genre is really hot right now. In fact, um, I, I have been. I, I'm friends with you know Matt here locally. Yeah, Matt, Matt does good stuff. Matt uh, Matt put out his his stuff's just getting better and better. It's incredible actually to watch. He's getting so much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey Feldman just put out a, a trailer today for something with him and Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh really? So I guess they're they're going to do a movie and it's a horror type movie. Matt blows him away. You should watch it when you get off air with me today. Go yeah. see this trailer and I promise you you'll go Matt's doing ex- Matt's doing better than this. And he's doing it on phone. He's doing it with a telephone, with an iPhone. That's what's really crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, everything Matt shoots is with an iPhone and the quality's great. It's yeah. incredible. I've had him on a, a lot of times and we've shown some of his movies on the big screen. Mhm. Uh, and people just have a great time going and seeing some of those films. I, I, I try to, we show like The Exorcist or something like right. that. And then we'll say, and we're going to have a sneak peek of something. And we show one of his movies before the movie or something.
5: Well, another good friend of mine here in Arkansas, his his name is Rocky Gray. And he was the drummer for the band Evanescence. Okay. And Rocky's making films also. And he just finished 1031 Part 2, which is like Halloween, you know, his version of like a Halloween-type movie. And so it actually has uh, the girl from Halloween 5 that's from here, Tamara Glenn. Oh, yeah. I know Tamara really well. She's in it. A couple local actresses are in it. So check out Rocky's stuff, too, if you really like the horror genre. And follow him on Facebook. You know, he's got a Facebook page and all
1: that, too. Yeah, I give Tamara all the credit in the world. She is trying in Hot Springs. You know, she owns that theater there. And she's been really trying hard you get a horror festival going there, and it—it it just seems like here in Arkansas, horror is not bringing them in. Right? Anime is bringing them in, but horror isn't. Sure. I mean, I just had uh, Blake uh, Woodson, um, who uses the the show to get down there and get inside some of the comic cons and stuff. They had FanFest in Dallas last weekend or weekend before. And uh, they also had Fright Fest, and he was at Fright Fest, and Charles Band was there, and a lot of different people were there, and uh, it was very cool oh, people yeah. he got to got to meet. And he's into cosplay, and there's a, a lady that works with him, and they're talking about starting to do a show here at the at the radio station, a weekly show about thirty minutes long, uh, an iPod, not an iPod, but a, a podcast, podcast yeah. that uh, that they can do so. You know, there's all kinds of ways to be involved in this, but sure, how is there a, is there a place that you go now for horror? There's not in, not in
5: particularly. I mean, with Matt and with Rocky, those are the two horror gurus here locally, right? Um, but if you just want to get involved in local film, I would suggest um, getting with some of the local groups that are, that are out there filming. I mean, um, they they do a thing right now coming up next week. You've got the Made in Arkansas film festival coming up, and right. that's where they take all the little shorts and all the little things that, you know, anybody can anybody can submit to it, but a lot of them are uh, film students out of uh, Conway, um, and people UCA, locally. Yeah. A lot of UCA students are, are involved in this, but they basically pick the best films, and, and uh, I guess it's you know, they're going to start showing them out at the Ron Robinson starting next week. I think it's five bucks to get in and check out the movies, and I've got one in there called The Boo, which is kind of cool. I didn't even know I was in it until like Not a few honey days ago. Boo. No, it's a sk- it's a it's a scary <laughs> movie called The Boo. Good. And uh, so I make a little cameo appearance in that. And so it's it's uh. But get involved in the local stuff. The local scene is really cool. They they also do the forty eight hour Little Rock Film Festival that's coming up in in July, and that's where you take two days and you write it. You know, produce it, edit it, act it out the whole nine hours. You only got 48 hours to do it. That's a challenge. It's a
1: lot of fun. Oh my gosh, it's a lot of fun. Okay. So, all right. So, tell, let's talk about you got, you say you got your own classes that you do. How do people keep in touch with that? Do they stay on your website or what? Sometimes, um, when I get the chance, and about once a year,
5: I've been putting together acting classes and bringing in certain people from out of state to do, uh, you know, to teach like a workshop, that kind of thing. I've also been doing some of the uh, ACX audiobooks. I've done, an, I've done two classes on audiobooks before as well. So just whenever I get time, usually I try to give people plenty of notice online and, and tell them, you know, hey, I've got a class coming up. Check it out.
1: All right. So. When we come back, I'll tell you what our classic movie is going to be for Halloween this year. Oh, I'm excited! And, oh, cool. it's, it's awesome. All I'm right, just telling you it's awesome. We'll talk about that when we come back, and a whole lot more. Rick Viper is here. He's keeping us up and uh, up to date, and uh, praised about what's happening in the local scene, and as well as uh, in just his life in general as he pursues to get that. That break that he needs. That's right. It's going to happen. It will. It's just a matter of time. Guys too talented for it not to happen. That's all coming up here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with Rick Viper. We've got about uh, four minutes till news. And do you know when your next class is going to be?
5: I don't. uh, I just know that that class I've got coming up with Jeremy London comes up May 25th. And I've got uh, plenty of room to take some people. What do do they need? Just contact me uh, on Facebook, Rick Viper, Viper with a Y. Uh, and send me a private message and if it's you know if you want to go with us then you can take the trip with us 75 cool. bucks for the class you spend three hours with jeremy and may have a shot at a feature film who knows yeah you know
1: yeah because he's going to do a feature film yep. and i'm sure if he starts seeing people that he goes yeah they got something going that he probably would not be uh, hesitant to, to talk, talk to, you. to you yeah
5: about that and that's, that's what you cool. want you know make that impression
1: so. well that and that's what it all takes and it takes to do a few films so people know who you are. That's right. And I'm trying to say, wh- who was it that was in a lot of, a lot of the, um, uh, they They call it torture porn, um, Saw? Who was the lady that was in like three of the Saw movies? Let me look real quickly because she... Because of those movies, has been in countless other movies just, as a, sque- a scream queen. Oh know? yeah,
5: yeah. A lot of times, those little things like that can lead you to a big break in something else. I mean, look at uh, look at Kevin Bacon. You know,
1: yeah. He look was, at Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh sure, you know she did a uh, bunch Johnny Depp. Of those, even, yeah,
5: you know. I mean, you go back to the old horror movies. All yeah. those people and made their very first you know cameos <laughs> so, in some of those movies. That's you know? my
1: all-time favorite story. Which one? About Johnny Depp. Oh, what happened? I, I showed I showed for my classic movie. I showed Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, and I said that Johnny Depp was coming uh, to the movie, and uh, everybody showed up. I mean, they were hanging from the ceiling. You're kidding? Yeah, no, no. And I I put a I came into the theater, <laughs> and I had uh, I had I had a a stool, and I walked up and put the stool down. Walked back out. Walked back in, and I brought in a a bucket of red colored water and set it out, and I put a microphone by it, and I sat there and had a, a little interview between me and a bucket of water, <laughs> and I said, that was, you remember when Johnny Depp died in Nightmare on Elm Street, right? Yeah. You got geysered out of the uh, out of the <laughs> bed, right? Yeah. Just as blood. Yeah. And the last scene that you saw was a bucket on the floor, and the blood was still dripping from the ceiling Ugh. into the bucket, and... There were, there were some people who did not appreciate my humor.
5: Uh, well, I actually hear Robert England is going to do one more. Well, that's cool because Robert England
1: is the man.
5: That's the rumor. He's going to do one more before he dies. He's, he's already said he wanted to, and I just think that it would be amazing to see. So.
1: Well, I hope that they spend enough money on it and get a real good script writer sure. and, and do that. Because I'll tell you what, Jackie Earl, um, oh, who played in nightmare on elm street the the reboot right he was really good yeah he was in good. that part he was so you know it'd be nice to see how that uh how that turns out for him as well because he could take over that part oh definitely for the years that you know
5: i think if you've got a good script a good horror script and like you said right now horror movies are hot they're hot
1: because they're low cost
5: high return you could potentially pitch it and it could be seen you know yeah, There's yeah. ways to pitch things to Netflix now, and it's not a big secret how you pitch a movie to Netflix. And so you might as well. I mean, if you've got a script and you think that it's uh, it's gold, why not? Take the shot. Well, yeah. You know, you don't know until they say no.
1: Shawnee like, Smith. Yeah. That's a perfect example of somebody who is in the genre and keeps getting to come back to the genre, mm-hmm. be, the horror genre, because she understands... The genre. That's right, yeah. And then, you know, you got you to, I've always said, I want to die on film. I, I <laughs> want, to, you know, somebody cut my head off or something. I think that would be very cool to do that. And everybody's listening and going, you yeah, I knew he was strange.
5: My mom didn't appreciate it the first time I died on film. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. She It really messed with her a little bit, you know.
1: Well, that's kind of, yeah, I guess you know. that would. Yeah, I, I guess so. But, you know, look at what ho- horror has done. Look who directed Saw. James Wan. Oh, yeah. And James Wan's one of the biggest directors around now. Yep. And really, really incredible what he's doing. I mean, he's did Aquaman. Come right. on, Another great movie. All right, let's take a break. Fast and the Furious. Another movie's done. Let's hear the news, then we'll be back. All right, back with you. We're just looking up some great actresses, and we happen to get on P.J. Souls. And uh, yeah, she's still acting, man.
5: From Stripes, if so you guys remember, yeah, Bill, Murray turn, Bill Murray turns up that heater on her butt and starts hitting her with a spatula. Oh, that is so That's funny. a great scene. And
1: they turn He turned on the the burners on her. Actually, he, did yes. And and she, she has had never forgiven. Yeah. yeah, she. He burned her. Yeah. Then her burn because I've heard that uh, you know he can be a demanding guy on oh, yeah. set. Yeah. You know. He's got a new movie coming out where he's a zombie killer or something. Oh, really? He and some other folks Check are that playing out. that. So, we'll see. But the big one is everybody's waiting for 2020. New Ghostbusters is oh, coming. Yeah. yeah, He's going to be in that as well as uh, and uh they brought the whole team back together. Yeah, the only one they can't get, Harold Ramis, because right. he passed away. Uh, even uh, the one who played um, their next-door neighbor, The 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 nerd, oh yeah, guy who gave up acting, Rick Moranis, yeah, Moranis is going to come back for this movie. Wow, so that's going to be that's that's something. I'm looking looking forward to it, and to have uh, the director be the son of the original director of Ghostbusters is say something too. That's pretty cool. It's it's ticked off the women that were in the women version of Ghostbusters. It has, yeah, and you know what there's some things that you can just change and get away with it there's other things you can't change sure. and get away with it sure and ghostbusters will always be known as the guys that were in that movie except for Sigourney weaver but right everybody remembers weaver as well but yeah that's just something everybody got to get their hands around
5: i'm looking forward to uh, bill and ted's part that's, three yeah
1: that's gonna be that, fun that's the
5: one i'm looking forward to It's going to shoot it in New Orleans.
1: It's going to be kind of weird just because George Carlin's not in it. Sure, you know, I mean, we're going to miss out on him and the guy that played Death. I think he died too. He died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he met Death. To Be honest with you, I didn't like the second one. (laughs) Yeah, it was a little dumb, but the first one was the first one was excellent. (laughs) Yeah,
4: (laughs) excellent.
1: That's right. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was it was fun. We've shown that one uh bill and ted's excellent adventure we've shown that as a classic movie it's a great, I it's movie. A great one to sit down and laugh and, and have a good time watching but uh, yeah the next one i'm interested in Keanu reeves has kind of hit a sweet spot here recently with his john, john wick. wick series yeah. his new one comes out next week yep looking forward to that and uh and that spawned uh a couple of other movies you had uh was Atomic Blonde, right? Which was awesome. And there's one coming out, and I don't know what the date is. I'll look it up here during during the, the break coming up. And it's called Anna. It looks kind of like Red Sparrow that was just done here recently by Jennifer Lawrence. Gotcha. But uh, it looks better. <laughs> this is this the uh, I think the guy that does uh, a, a lot of the uh, action choreography from the John Wick movies is doing the choreography in this movie, and the guy is just fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. He's fantastic. He's probably the best uh, action director uh, I've seen in a long, long time. You know, he's done some really good stuff, and I love action movies. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm crazy about him. We were talking about that earlier with uh, Matt uh, Smith. We were talking about uh, John Wick, and I was talking about – a movie that I saw back—it was it in the late '80s—with um, oh, um, the guy who played Batman, Michael uh, Keaton. No, not Michael Keaton. Or before him? No, after him. After him, George yeah. Clooney. Coming? No, that's that's Nipple Batman. No, I, <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't. In, I wasn't into Nipple Batman. Uh, no, we're talking about just recently, uh, Chris uh, Christian Bell. Oh yeah, and uh, you know that. Uh, he did a movie called Equilibrium. Do you remember that movie? I've heard of it, but I, I've never seen you gotta it. you got to see it. I mean, Equilibrium. Yeah, it's it's ballet with guns. Really? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun to watch. It's a, it's a good action movie. Sounds good to me. I'll have to check that out. I mean, I love John Wick movies. I mean, it's such a simple premise yeah. that they've taken, but it was done in such a new and clean way. And the guy who's doing it, it's a guy who's... You know, he's like, I'm choreographing action scenes all the time. Mm-hmm. Why am I not directing one of these movies? Right. And he showed that he could do it. He could do it. Yeah. And now, look, he did He did uh, Atomic Blonde, too. Yeah. I'll never forget reading the article about Theron and the, and the fight that they had on the stairwell uh, in that movie. And she broke out two front teeth while she was doing that, left the set, went to the dentist, had it fixed, came back and picked up. That's
5: like the Gary Busey when, you know, knocks out his teeth, you know, doing the Buddy Holly story. Yeah. And they put it in gum. And that was a, that was a cool and scene. Go that it. actually happened yes. with you. That only happened with Buddy
1: Holly, yeah. not Gary Busey. Yeah. he Gary Busey. I love him. He's
5: crazy. I want to film, if I had the chance, I want to write DC Cab 2 and film it right here in Arkansas. They could do that. We could. Easily and make them fight Uber drivers. I yeah, think it'd be oh, a great that would thing. be funny. See, and, and then you and, bring it modern and Lyft drivers, and bring in some of those cameos
1: from those guys again.
5: Yeah, you know? well, why not? Let's write it, Arkansas. Come on,
1: pretty good. What we need is we need somebody. We need a sugar daddy.
5: That's right. You somebody know? that's willing
1: to. We don't need no hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you give us fifty, and we can do a good you, movie. You could do it with fifty thousand easily. Yeah. Somebody just make the phone call and do a really good movie. Yeah. All right. So. That's that's very cool. Okay, now the film festivals you said are coming up next weekend.
5: We got a film festival coming up next week. It's the Made in Arkansas Film Festival. Uh, a lot of great little shorts and and local movies for that. And you can go watch them at the Ron Robinson. Uh, I think uh, admissions five bucks. And they've got a Facebook page too, Made in Arkansas, and it's got the little film logo. It's and really here's cool. what
1: you're going to do: you go and you sit down and you're going to watch. I don't know how many total movies they'll have. Maybe, no telling. You know, thirty. Quite four. a few. It could be a lot. And you'll see 8 to 10% are really good. Oh, yeah. And you're going to say, why can't these guys get a break? They will. It'll happen. It'll happen. That's right. (coughs) You just got to keep on
5: plugging. Then uh, we've got the 48-hour coming up in July. That's always a fun one. That's the fun one. And then also at the end of this month, uh, May 28th through June 2nd. Oh, the music thing. Yeah, I used to host this show in Oklahoma called the Backwoods Bash, and it got so big that you know we ended up doing out out at a lake. We ended up having hundreds of thousands of people there, literally. And so they've moved it to Arkansas. It's at Mulberry Mountain this year and it's 81% sold out at the at this point in time. So, but it's every kind of music from EDM, DJ music to bluegrass, rock, you know, heavy metal, a little bit of everything. Several different stages on a lot of land and camping for 2 or 3 days. So, do they bring in any
1: names that people would know immediately?
5: Oh, uh, some of the younger crowd out there listening right now, they they might know some of them like Keller Williams who's a, a pretty popular um that's probably the the most popular one in my book a lot of the others are just edm djs but keller puts on a great show
1: is so. rock Olmich happening again rocklahoma
5: i don't know i don't think uh i think it is happening this year i just know that they're not bringing in uh Ozzy. aussie was going to headline the rocklahoma this year and Ozzy <laughs> got Ozzy
1: can't remember the words the most of his songs Ozzy
5: got sick they've wanted Ozzy for years out there and they've just never been able to get him and then finally they got him and then he went sick and now he's canceled so talk
1: real nice and see if you can get out Metallica right yeah dude I know uh, those are those the men I like to see great man great people because yeah. like, you get up they get on stage they give you a show oh yeah yeah I don't know how Lars the drummer how he <laughs> walks after a show you ever watch him drum
5: oh yeah yeah. Oh my. Lord. Tommy Lee's the same way. I mean, Tommy Lee's really impressive
1: too. If you like, if you like watching those old guys drum, uh, it's amazing. No, they they're vicious. Oh yeah, yeah. They're vicious and James and all of them. It really would be great to see Metallica live. Yeah, if again. you get the chance, uh, go out to Rocklahoma. Cheaper than seeing them in Verizon. In Verizon, I think a hundred and a quarter was about as cheap as you could go and get a seat that was decent. Right.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and there's not a bad seat in the house at Verizon Arena, you know. Yeah. That's the best part about it.
1: Yeah, you get up even in nosebleed, you can see at least. That's true. All right, let's get uh, a final break here, and then we'll come back. We'll wrap it up with Rick and uh, see what else I can dig out of it. I'll talk about a movie. Oh, yeah, he's he's doing a short, right?
5: No, I've got an actual movie coming out on Netflix coming up soon. I'll talk about that. All
1: right, we'll hear about it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, so. This is very cool, Mr. Yeah. Viper. Yeah. I mean, as he was telling me, he got really close this time, and then they didn't give you any lines.
5: Right. It's happened to me twice, actually. I've come real close to just getting my break, and then something happens right there in the middle of it. Okay. And, and I don't get it. So, so. before <laughs> we before we talk
1: about this, tell me about this one that you're getting ready. You're going to do a short. I'm going to go to St. Louis
5: uh, coming up next week to do a short um, that's called Goodbye. And it's on IMDb, on my IMDb page right now. It's called Goodbye. It was. Uh, it's going to be directed by a guy from Arkansas that uh, actually has a, a short in the Maiden Arkansas Film Festival. So this guy's done some uh, a few movies, a few feature films and shorts. And uh, I, he contacted me out of the blue and said, hey, I want you for this. I said, do I need to audition? He goes, no, I know what you're <laughs> capable of. I want you and i said oh, okay cool. let's do it and so it's all expenses paid kind of one of those things good and yeah it's a nice it's a nice acting break and
1: uh, for anybody you know listening or watching and are not familiar with shorts shorts sometimes turn into features. feature league, right feature, uh, feature length motion pictures and that's and a lot of horror movies start off as shorts. Yeah,
5: this has a little bit of a horror feel to it. There's some ghost uh, stuff happening in it and that kind of stuff. I signed an NDA, so I can't really say a lot about it. Okay, but, but I can tell you, you know, that it does kind of have that premise and that feel. Uh, but I play the dad, which is. Typical, and yeah. I told him I said I've got a beard. Is that cool? And he was like, "As long as you don't look like the guys from Duck Dynasty, we're good." And I said, "Well, yeah, it's I don't not know. that. Long. It's getting close. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: not that long, but yeah. Anyway, I tell you this much: he looks totally different than the last time I saw him. Right. Usually, I'm clean. Yeah. Um, Baby face, but yep. now I look like one of the guys from DuckDuck. You said Santa Claus. Yeah, you look break. like you look, look like like from Rudolph Chris the Red-Nosed Ranger. Oh, 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 thank yeah. you. <laughs> you got, the, you got the, the, the handlebars starting to form. All right, so when can we look to see that short? Uh,
5: shorts, we'll, we'll film it the uh, weekend of the 17th, 18th, 19th, and then it'll go into post-production and uh, they'll finish it up. And then it'll hit the film circuit. You know, the they're gonna they're gonna take it out and parade it around the film festival for a little it while. Yep. So hope uh, that I,
1: somebody says that looks like it. I would imagine feature length motion picture.
5: <laughs> I'd imagine it'll come to Arkansas as a short somewhere along the line. You know, okay. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: So okay, when you say short, how long? How many minutes?
5: 28, 32 minutes max, maybe forty-five yeah. minutes is usually the max for a short because I mean, a forty-five minutes. Another forty five minutes you got a feature you get film. A feature, so. That's right. Ninety so, minutes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Okay, so tell us about
5: this Netflix. Uh I recently did a Netflix uh Netflix movie called Uncorked and it comes out this year. I uh I play a wine connoisseur, a judge, basically. Uh I'm a master sommelier. And out of the judges, I'm one of the three judges in the scene, main scene. So I got to got to work with a really incredible actor. We were talking about it at, uh, on the break, Mamadou Athie. And just a uh, focused actor. Guy. I've never seen an actor like him before. He was so focused. And then, of course, working with uh, Niecy Nash and you know some of the some of the great actors Courtney on this. Vance man Courtney B. Vance yeah and I tell you that he was great somebody, was,
1: everybody knows who he is I was is. side
5: by side with him throughout mo- the majority of that shoot and the whole time when he wasn't shooting he was just on the phone chewing out his daughter <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like oh I know that feeling I know I'm a dad too I feel you buddy man yeah. golly you know I didn't want to be on the other end of that phone call because right. he was pretty stern you know yeah So
1: that's good being a good dad
5: yeah he's, he was doing a great job and doing it from afar you know uh, So how did that come about? Uh, I saw it come up out of, uh, gosh, where did I see that? The Memphis film area, I think the Memphis film community, and then my agent got a hold of it. I actually auditioned for uh, two parts in that movie and didn't get it. Yeah. But then they wanted me to come back and and they offered me this. And I said, Well, you know, what do I get to say? You know, I'm like trying to work my way in. And they're like, Oh, it's just a featured extra role, but I mean, you're going to be seen. And I okay. said, Well, yeah, I've heard that before. You know, give, uh-huh. me, give me that song and dance. No, I mean, you're really going to be seen. You were going to be. Using three people, and you—you would be one of the three. And I said, "Okay, yeah." And that's you're going to be
1: on screen with the star, yeah.
5: yeah. And so then they give me my own trailer, which was really cool. You know, you got the star on the door and all that ah. stuff, but it doesn't got your name on it yet because you're not talking. Yeah, it's like, ah, yeah. oh, crap! They're dangling the carrot, but you don't get it yet,
1: right? So
5: you still chase the carrot, yeah. And that's the—that's
1: what but I continue to do. When the carrot finally comes, that can start opening doors to much bigger things. Sure, sure.
5: And, and it's, it's you just have a matter of time.
1: And they know that they're not hiring somebody. Doesn't know their way, their way around the set. They know how to hit their mark and all the rest of the things that you got to know.
5: It's tricky. Yeah,
1: definitely. You've got to know all that. Yeah, and the lines. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, you got to know the blocking of the scene and all of it. Yep. And when you're just starting out, keep your mouth shut and do what you're told. Yep. Follow that's, the directions. That's one of the hardest things for people. It is, is it not?
5: Can you follow directions? And can you take directions? Because if you can't, they don't want you. It's that simple. And they'll know within probably the first 10 or 15 minutes of being around you.
1: Yeah, they don't want to waste money. Yep. It's expensive to shoot a movie.
5: Sure it is. Uh, very expensive. You know, I mean, God's not dead. Boy, it was 2 or $3 million local budget. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just here. You know, imagine going and hitting $15, $20 million movie, you know, where they've got that kind of budget.
1: It's yeah, Think about some of the tent pole movies. Sure. And they're. They're spending $150, $200 million. Oh, yeah. Do. They don't want to screw around. It's like, come to work, be ready to work. That's right. Do what you're told, and that's good. You know, the whole the stories that you always hear, well, you know, this person was in this movie, and they came up with this idea or that idea and went to the director, and so that happens very seldom.
5: Sure. Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't. You're right. It happens very, very seldom.
1: You will get to a point where you start causing problems on a set, you'll be like Catherine uh, Hagel.
5: You get blacklisted. You'll be out of the business. I promise you there is such thing as a blacklist. As I was doing casting for God's Not Dead, I won't say anything more than I did have a blacklist, and I was told who I could and who I could not hire after a certain amount of time. I sure was.
1: Now, this person just... We tell them don't look at the camera. They look at the camera.
5: Yeah, you can't break that fourth wall. Yeah, you know? I mean, and they they do it all the time. I have this motto. It it's called work until you no longer have to introduce yourself.
1: No, that's, and that's good. That's
5: the deal with being an actor. That that's makes sense. You doesn't? It.
1: Yep. I it mean, it's so funny. I you know I've been a program director and I've hired people. I fired people. But uh, when people come in, they say, "Well, I want to." Do the afternoon drive show or something like that? They don't know what it takes. <laughs> and yeah, they, and they don't have a clue. And they but they've got all this book knowledge. Oh sure. And I look at them and I said, I don't know. I don't care how much you know. I want to know what you can do. Sure. And they they look at you like, what do you what mean? Do you, mean? By that? you know, I mean, can you do it? Can you sit down in the in front of a microphone and for four hours do an entertaining program? That's right there's a lot more to it that's the one thing that i always get when somebody i finally give somebody a chance to fill in and, and like on the 24th shane stacks will be in here and shane does a great job and so i have him come in a lot of times and do uh fun Fridays. so sure. he's doing that that friday the first thing he told me after he did my show one time he said he walked away totally exhausted oh yeah because he oh, did gosh, not realize how much goes on and how much you got to have your head on
5: i used to show prep Two hours before the morning show, whenever I had a morning show in Kansas yeah. City, so I would show prep two hours to get my first two hours through the day, and then I would actually uh, research while I was on air, yeah. you know, just like you do. Yeah, you know. And so I mean, you've got your first little bit going here. You you push yourself off, and you're and you're on your way. Well, when you're doing news You
1: know, you're doing news talk. You're doing what is happening now. Right. You know. Are What's on the current news? Oh, there was a shooting at a school in Colorado. We're going to talk about that. Oh, man, that's so sad. Yeah, let's talk about it. And uh, those are just things that you do. You just right. got to go with the flow. Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah. I, uh, I've i done talk radio in other markets as well. And I know right. you have. That's tough. That's it's why we do job. so well on the air. I like having <laughs> you on
1: the air because we get good chemistry well, thank with you it. for having me out Yeah, today. we're out of time, buddy. We're thank you so much for having me out. You do come back. Let me know when you're back in the area and what's going on. Okay. And uh, let me know how things go with this Netflix film. Okay. This could be the one that opens up the doors So that you get a line or two.
5: You never know. I'm SAG eligible. It's just the right guy's got to see me. That's good. Thank you, Dave, for having me. Thank you very much. All right.
1: Have a great weekend, and have a great Memorial Day weekend. You too. It's his his, uh, anniversary. That's right. 21 Uh, years? 21 years with my wife. Congratulations.
5: Happy anniversary, baby. I'm just saying. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms yeah, this weekend. My mom,
1: happy, happy Mom's Day. And that includes your wife, guys. That's true. Yeah. They've been taking care of your kids for you probably more than you have. All right. I'll see you on Monday. Don't forget, God gave you a whole week of life. Give him an hour on Sunday. See what he's got to tell you. I'll see you on Monday at 2 o'clock.